Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we will discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We are really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 37 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, The Lost Prophecy. Prophecy. I was going to say property for some reason and that didn't make sense. Joining us today is Connie. Hi! I have prophecy feels. And property feels, I guess, but prophecy feels! <laughs> Ugh, keep them to yourself. <laughs> no. Not gonna happen. I'm just here for the snacks and the dumble splaining, okay? <laughs> Are there snacks? I have snacks. I was on yeah, yeah, bring snacks. No. You can't share? But I'm also not hungry. I, I'll share Great. them with you. Appreciate you. Cool. Alright, so we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive, and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Um, And if you love our blog, and you love us, and you have some extra galleons, you should donate. Um, You can see all the ways that you can donate at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, We've also updated our Patreon perks. So you can go to patreon.com slash blackgirlscreate. Um, to see some of the cool things that we've added and become a Patronus. We have um, a couple new tiers that we've added, a couple more perks that we've added. You should check them out. They're kind of cool. Shout out to Delia for being the first on the Otter perk. Upgrade, Joe. I don't know. Upgrade, I should write Joe. these. I should, I should write these down. She upgraded, though. She was like hair right the patronus perks are, she wasn't otter now have been hair. upgraded so they aren't just like donate yeah. a dollar it's like you are you are a wild hair or like a a, yeah, a mare a or whatever so yeah props to, shout out to you guys a mare is the first a mare is one dollar or more and you guys are gonna love this because that's jenny's patronus and we are shooting <laughs> specifically the movie jenny second one book jenny's fine and then the second tier is Ron. See how we're doing here? You see how mm, we're leveling mm, up? Mm. But the Weasleys. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> we should add like a, a like mega tier and just whatever Charlie's is. I bet you Charlie's, Charlie's no. Patronus is a dragon and therefore it already no. is the top tier. That's true, true, but also that no. I thought you decided the top tier was Beyonce. <laughs> It is. It's not oh, there yet. Oh, right, right, top right. Top tier is going to be Beyonce. Not right now, then, Connie. Yeah, not yet. Right now, the top tier is a dragon. Just tease. Um, just just eventually, it will be Beyonce. And, and theoretically, if we ever fi- decide that we need another, a top tier higher than Beyonce, then it'll be Michael Jackson. Wow. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So well, we're good. Then. Tease him a little, you know, just... Anyway, we also that. have Wizard Team merch. <laughs> Um, so you can head over to the website and step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. Um, yeah, y'all know where to find it. Y'all know what we got. Also, I just copped some merch cause I'm going to be, um, well, that's news. Yeah, I know. That's why I just see, wait. You know, it's like, uh, just get the merch. Okay. We get the have- merch <laughs> and rep, rep. Wizard team. Oh, I should yes. do that and same thing. Street. Connie scrolled to the news <laughs> to see what it was about, and now I'm on. I'm bo- I'm with you. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. got it. Yeah, we yeah. all there. We all there. We all there. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, um, rate and review us on iTunes as well as other places where you listen to this podcast. 
Um, but but iTunes. That the, the iTunes, iTunes, you know. Um, yeah. Even though, whatever. You listen what makes you comfortable. But also then go okay? visit iTunes real quick and start and typing. We just need to and rate and review. Yeah, yeah. Just review us there. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to determine like where you're listening to it. Like that does not matter. Do what's best for you. Just the rate and review on mm-hmm. iTunes. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Right. All right. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Dub with nerd news and links to what you need to know about what's been going on. I messed that up. Anyway, go to blackgirlscreate.org and subscribe. And we are, this is the chapter before last of Order of Phoenix. So we're wrapping up and we're going to do a live tweet of the movie. Um, So join Robin and Connie as they live tweet. (laughs) Who? Harry Potter and the Order Who, of the Phoenix, me? the movie. Huh? Me? Yeah. I don't know if you um, want that. Y'all, if you guys do not g- definition and understand the meaning of team, mm-hmm. one huh? team, I mean, one dream. I mean, you know how many times you said you're not joining this episode of whatever, Robin? And the one time I'm like, I'm not doing this thing, which I'm obviously going to do. But that's not like, a movie. Right. It's the better part. It's the book. Again, I'm story. obviously going to do it. Anyway, okay. April 7th, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. We don't care about no Eastern Listen, time, Connie. I was, I was doing it as like, I was doing it this time because Connie was here, but now she like had to get all extra about it. So 6 p.m. Pacific time. <sighs> 9 p.m. Eastern. Use the hashtags wizard team and H-P-O-O-T-P. Um, oh my thoughts. god is that wait is what is it on the news yet no can I say no. it yet Robin can you can you read like what yeah cause it's not on the news but it has to do with the, okay never mind what are you talking never mind just join because us where you're for... gonna be when we're watching the thing oh yeah oh okay sure yeah you can talk about that that's fine <laughs> I was oh, just like god. I, I was like if it's in the news then don't talk about it yet cause we're not in that section if it's not in there then go ahead I don't care <laughs> And Bayana's coming home and we'll be watching together. It's going to be great. <laughs> Cousins reunited. Yeah. I'm going to make her butter beer so y'all will leave me alone and shut up. Even though I got to find that thing because I literally made it once when the movie came out and have not made it since. I'm going to make her butter beer. Aminata's going to let us go see Wrinkle in Time finally. And it's going to be lit. <laughs> Oh, cousin Connie, you'll be there soon enough. <laughs> I have the big real. Plans the for real you. plot is the real cousin takeover is we're all moving to Oakland. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just learning this, but you know, <laughs> Connie's like I wasn't aware. Oh, cool. That's the real plot. Well funded. I'm there. <laughs> you don't have to worry about the winter. True. Hey. True. Y'all don't know how excited I am to never have to feel this cold again. <laughs> She says never. She She'll says be never. Like, like, like yeah. in like a exactly. year, probably. But still, yeah. Um, at least for a year. to grad school. This at is least a for a year, respite. I won't have to feel cold. <laughs> That's all I, I need. There you go. Next winter, I will be in a place that is not freezing. <laughs> That's all that really matters. The glow up is real. We hope. That's yeah. Global warming is a thing. Okay, three-hour podcast. 
You ain't got to spoil and now, how long it's going to be, but just news. so y'all know, y'all in for a long haul, feel free to pause anytime you want, split it up on your commute. Take bathroom yeah. breaks, stay mm-hmm. hydrated. Yeah, just, it's, it's this chapter, yeah. y'all. Those little goo yeah. pods, you know, that they have, we had the Oakland Kip, Marathon let's, yesterday. Let's, let's go into Wizard Team News. Donate um, to the Indiegogo campaign for Hermione Granger and the Quarter Life Crisis and give what you can. Um, there are only a few more days left and they've updated their goal. Um, you can help get them to $25,000 is their new goal. Um, and they only have a couple more days, so help them out. They're like about halfway there now, I believe, the last time I checked. Um, so anything you can give would be lit. Yeah. And just remember all of the great things that Hermione Granger and the Core Life Crisis has given us so far. And let's finish this story. Let's see what happens when you write your own ending. And also let's support fellow team members. Because who knows? Maybe in a year, you're going to be all like, oh, I got this Kickstarter for this thing. And we're going to be like, well, did you help your girl Eliana out? Well, <laughs> okay. We're probably still going to help you out anyway, because that's what teamwork is. But you know what I'm trying right. to say. Okay. Okay. Black Girls Create is headed to Universal FanCon. And this is what we mean when we say Cousin Takeover. <laughs> Squad If I walk past one of y'all wizard teamers and I say, you the best, I want to hear another one or something. I don't know. You can also just say thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how these things... We need, a, like, a car. Like a, we say, if I say Hedwig, I want you to say, freedom, freedom. Oh, God. We're going to work on that. Gonna We're gonna work. Work we'll on figure that. it out. We'll we figure it out. We've got a little bit of time. It has to be workshopped. Yeah. We'll workshop but it. We but also, we have some panels planned, um, as well as our first Wizard Team Live. So oh, you snap. should, you know, come to those things. Come say Hi. Come talk nerd stuff with us and watch us do Wizard Team Live. It'll be fun. We just want to do Connie's nerd gonna be on it. Word. Connie Word. will be on it. Connie will be on. Bring in the field. Um, <laughs> sneak peek for the Wizard Team Livers. Come with some head cannons. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Do that. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll be prepared. And other people will be like, oh, you know, thinking the reaches of their imagination. And you're like, got it. I came prepared. Mm-hmm. Just a list. Okay, so then this other thing is happening. Um, They're going to publish this, like, whatever. But the artwork is by Mina Lima, and that's coming out. But you didn't say what it was. It's whatever. We don't need to know. But The the screenplay for The Crimes of Grindelwald is going to be published on November 16th um, with art by Mina Lima. If you want to get that, you can. Um, I believe they did the same thing for the first... Uh, movie as well, so it's just they did. Yeah, it's the thing that I own. That y'all um, I don't think it's as nice as by <laughs> Mina Lima, but I have a copy of the screenplay, just like I have a copy oh, of God. Cursed Child. But at least Cursed Child, <laughs> I, I looked through Sorry. it once, you know, because I read it. You did? Well, I read it because I didn't go see it, so I, I read. I it. look at the, I look at the first, like the op- you know, when you open the what's it called, the hardcover okay. thing. Because Noma signed it, oh. and then that's all mm-hmm. I get up. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna read it Fair. after we finished. After we saw it, I was like, "Oh, I, I might read it," but I never. No, did. don't do that. No, I'm after we that. at intermission, I was like, "I'm never opening that book." <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So 
We have a um, few more things. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, there was some news this last week um, about Pottermore laying off a bunch of its editorial staffs. Um, so we don't really know what that means, but it's a thing that's happened. Um, there was a BuzzFeed News article about it last week. I don't know. I don't know dates and days, but it was some point last week there was a thing that went out. Um, and just kind of talking about how there's been some disconnect, which, you know, it's stuff we've talked about here and, like, can tell as consumers that there's, like, a disconnect between, like, the organization and their audience. And also... They don't know who we with, are. They don't... Well, it's that, but then also, like, they don't not really us. knowing what the right... Th- like, what to provide either because they're... Um, so there was something that was talking about... So Potter, some, uh, someone said Pottermore, turning Pottermore into an editorial site a few years ago was a lovely idea with the potential to be great, but the execution has been disappointing, um, said a former Pottermore employee. Um, it's essentially a glorified merchandise shop with some cute articles that might appeal, appeal to hardcore fans, but don't have enough of a point of difference from the rest of the internet's writing about Harry Potter to survive. So like, there was no way to distinguish between... Um, Basically, yeah, basically, there's no way to distinguish like what Pottermore is putting out and what BuzzFeed is putting out. Right, but or I what, do like, have a quibble. Putting out, uh huh. I have a quibble, which is like I mean, we're hardcore fans. <laughs> well, I think they're talking about the writing by specifically the writing, yeah, specifically her, which was already on the part. old Pottermore and yeah, time but that you had like, to get through shit to time, get. To. I just to- I already told y'all though, if you just waited, Time.com or people <laughs> would just copy yeah. paste there was also stuff that she released after they updated and not not even talking about the bullshit that was magic in north america oh like, see that stuff i there was other stuff as well yeah. um Could have missed it. but yeah so anyway the the point is there have been layoffs because they haven't figured out what they're and doing, i wonder like, if it ties into what the, the the news the previous week of like She's taking her name off. We're opening yeah, it up. Like, I wonder yeah. if they well, tie together. I don't know, because that wasn't really news. Right, that was the just, speculation. Like, speculation. Yeah. But it's, it's still, like, an so, interesting time. Like, let's change our logo and fire people. <laughs> you know, right. like, the timing Basically. is still, like, the two things are likely related. Yeah. yeah. And, um, then the other and issue I'm not even saying, sure if this is what I want anymore, but still, let's make Robin Jordan... Pottermore's community manager. Well, I mean, so there's another thing too. So there's two things. So one is also <laughs> the other thing is that they've been having issues with like because Pottermore is tied to J.K. Rowling, they can't tell Potter news the way that like other outlets do. They can't like leak things, right? Like they have to mm-hmm. hold things in secrecy where it doesn't make sense to do that. Um, but they have to because of the brand. The other thing too is that like I don't know if you really want to work at Pottermore because I remember at one point I was yeah having, we were looking at the glass for me I was like I don't even know I think there was a moment something happened and I was <laughs> like how do you work for Pottermore how does this happen and I really, really like googled that shit and then I saw reviews for it and it did not seem like a great place to work but I think it's because of all these things that are being laid out in this article and that like there is no real direction no one really knows what they're doing because they don't know how to make the website viable and something that people are actually interested in um past occasionally like looking for um a couple of like background stories on characters or buying some prints but as delia delia says in the chat she's like as delia says in the chat she's (laughs) just like it wanted to be sort of an hp wiki but like 
wasn't as good as it at it as like the HP wiki like as a wiki site which as Delia says it's like the compilation of knowledge was like the main point but it just like it it couldn't decide if it wanted to be the wiki slash encyclopedia that we'd wanted since the last book came out and then she just didn't provide it or if it wanted like it just was trying to do seven things at once and it wasn't sustainable. Which I think goes back to the not giving up control, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. if you yes. have an open wiki, yeah. like you can go in and fact check things, right. which you have to reread your books to make sure that you're fact checking them correctly. But also, <laughs> like other people are, it's, it's community bound. And I personally, like this is my pitch to Pottermore, is I don't think that they should go the encyclopedia route or the wiki route. I think that they should do kind of like um, what Star Wars did or what we what we do, which is write essays and accept like essays from fans and things that are curated and edited about different topics in Harry Potter. So if you go to a Harry Potter panel, there are however many, you know, t- topics and panels and write and people are writing and people are writing, you know, academic works and PhDs on Harry Potter, accept that work and publish it, I'd read the fuck out of that. It's not what everyone else on the internet is doing because it would be more thoughtful. There'd be, you know, resources or whatever, thought check, fact checks and all that stuff, peer reviewed. But either way, the bottom line is you'd have to let someone else do the content. Right. Conversely, I say it should be an encyclopedia, but like, with actual, like, in-depth knowledge of, like, little things. The person who created, like, I guess Dumbledore created the Deluminator. I don't know why it's his first thought. But, like, encyclopedia entries about stuff in the Harry Potter world that, like, are in the same tone. Because a wiki's tone is going to be different than an encyc- like an official, like, J.K. Rowling written, like, in-universe encyclopedia. Like, not necessarily written from the muggle world as we're writing it in wikia.com but like but and with stuff that we wouldn't like new stuff that she just but not magic north america like i just have very specific guidelines for what she can write like she can write not magic north america but like tell the story of some random dude like who cares like make it happen like grop gamps gamps law like little things like that that she never like if you go to that wiki page it's like it was referenced once in the books so like we don't have any details on it and she could expand on that kind of stuff like that's what she should have been doing with this website (laughs) this whole time yeah i mean or conversely (laughs) do nothing because like i i mean it's one of those things like with so there was so there was a time, probably like either it was either at the end like when she had finished writing or when Deathly Hollows was published or when the last movie came out. It was probably both times to be honest, where she was saying like I'm done with the story. This is the end of the story, and that's it, right? I think that like and like we were all like no, give us more, and then Pottermore came out. And we we're like yay, but like I think there is something to be said about writing the story, finishing it, and leaving it alone. Um, I think that when you add to it, it can sometimes like help and other times it'll dilute it and make it worse. And so Mm -hmm. I think like at this point, I think probably the best bet is to leave it and be like, well, we tried because I also (laughs) don't think like, like, 
like, I also don't think so, like, Delia was saying, like, her theory is that she's been worn down for years, um, after years of offers from studios and publishers to distribute more work, right? And it's like, she doesn't have more stuff, right? And at this point, it's just a cash grab, and we all know mm-hmm. that, and we're all giving her money anyway, so it's like, go write more Corman Strike novels, go write other shit that you actually want to be writing, um, and let the fandom kind of fill in those holes that we see and that we want to like, we talk about on the internet. Which we were doing perfectly well we doing on anyway. our own. Yeah, which we were doing Sorry. anyway and, and have <laughs> been doing since like it started. And so I think that that's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, there's money attached and there's a lot of people's like jobs and all this, every, there's a lot attached to it. And I get that. But um, at a certain point, you just yeah, gotta I let mean, certain stories go. Yeah, I think I literally think that you know we went to the um, the studio tour. How ticking me? Sorry, my dog has no. It's like when Aminata sleeping with you. Um, <laughs> when we went to the studio tour, I was like wowed by how many people are employed by this thing that came out of her head, right? But there there are different levels to that. There are, you know, it's the studio tour and the the theme parks and all that stuff and the toys and that's great. But if you want content and you're not willing to give it up, but you don't have anything left, then stop. We, you still have the movie and the thing and the whatever, you know, and really, I don't think there People were ads still, on Polymer. I'm sorry. So like, where was the money even coming from? Like, there was no money. Because the merch. But, like, merch you can the get merch. anywhere else. Like, I'm saying specifically the Polymer website existing was sucking more money out of the franchise than putting money into it because there are no ads. It's not subscription-based. So, like, merch money goes back to merch production and stuff. Like, that is a separate idea. Yeah. Like, Pottermore itself wasn't gaining any money. It was just brand loyalty it was pr (laughs) which is why it was all the stuff we've said like it wasn't adding any you can't leak anything like it wasn't a new site it wasn't really fun quizzes like it was really just sucking them dry (laughs) for no reason yeah yeah i I still think that there are ways to save it but that's on them unless they want to hire me and you can call me i got a website robinravenclaw.com um, whole, you know, my resume's up there, though I need to update that, but you know what I mean? You can find mm-hmm. me. I'm easily found. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, last and quick piece of news. I got a puppy. Her name is Luna. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but she is It took her like a billion Ravenclaw. years to name her, but <laughs> We cycled through Luna. many it took many Harry Potter names before we found Luna. It took a few And some random ones, too minutes to name no. something that will be with me for the next 12 no, years no Calm it down. took at least three hours <laughs> well her name is going to be with her for her, her life it's an important decision anyway, but you cycle through a lot chose of names the right we chose the right name because in one day she knows her name she can sit and she just went up the stairs by herself and she's got luna tendencies like she hasn't figured out the hardwood floor yet hilarious we went to work today. She ran into a glass door. Hilarious. She is consistently surprised by herself in the mirror. Hilarious. Mm. Is her middle name More the same as we discussed? Or- no, her full name now is Princess Luna Fitzgerald. Princess because Princess Luna is a my, is my little pony and Aminata insisted oh. upon it. Fitzgerald because she needed to be related. 
to Zelda, mm-hmm. her sister. Who's also a princess. So there you go. Who's also mm-hmm. a princess. Works out. I see. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what Bayana is doing, but it just went to her and she was like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry. Wait. I am. I'm trying to get my... I'm trying to... No, I know. She, you got a lot going on, but I'm just it, the, doing the most. The visual <laughs> of it was great. I'm like, I got this whole new thing and changing my life, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sex, sex, sex. I'm listening. <laughs> I know. Okay. Are you ready to start? Um, magical birthdays. Oh, it's apparently airy us. season. There's so much stuff. It's airy season. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. If you guys couldn't tell, Mama. Bayana <laughs> is an Aries. <laughs> um, yesterday, being the 27th, uh, was James Potter's birthday. Uh, bless you. Hey, James. Hey, James. How about you go find your wand? Dang, Robin. Dang. Wait, it's his birthday. <laughs> Jesus. Hurt people hurt people. Like, my hurt God. Hurt people hurt dead hurt people? people hurt people. <laughs> He's dead. Girl. He wouldn't have been dead if he had his wand. But it wasn't even his birthday. Anyway, soon come, it is Fred and George's birthday. And more importantly, it's Bayana's birthday on Sunday, April 1st. What? That's not a joke. It is is my birthday on Sunday. Oh my God. You know what we are going to (laughs) do? We're going to get cupcakes and go see Wrinkle in Time when you get home. (laughs) <laughs> okay she's just channeling i think i think my dad is trying to do something so we will you're what see. you're who so i think my dad's trying to do something okay whatever um, we're going but, to go i mean <laughs> yes absolutely um and shout out also, to last year's magical disney adventure where the three of us and that was a year and ago? other friends that was a year um, ago. had fun at disney on Bayana's birthday and it was great and i miss it such good times but it's fine because the cousin takeover is happening so we will get to re-experience soon come. these feels again more than once this summer it's not bam well this will be close to your birthday connie true uh, yes the first one part, part one. one what's part uh part one <laughs> fan con which we've already <laughs> referenced yeah yeah also guys we have to like we have to start the chapter is what we have to do. Yeah. We have to start the chapter, but we also got to, like, you know, figure out the logistics of um, Infinity Wars. Are we going to the screening with everybody well, else? Well, that, or are we going to... On you know, the podcast, we have to figure out those logistics? No, I'm just saying, you know, tweet at us, at we can, Black and Nerds. Be all up in the slack. <laughs> There's avenues. I, I just want you to start marinating on it. Okay. When I bring it up again, I want you to have thought of, so thought about it a little bit. Me or everyone? <laughs> everyone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> everyone. All right, let's go. So, uh, previously. yeah, previously on Wizard Team, my book is upside down. Um... <laughs> Um, so previously on Wizard Team, um, Sirius has dearly departed us, um, or departed from us. I don't know. I just said words that probably don't make sense, oh, but, I but he died. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Harry ran after Bellatrix like a damn fool because he thought he was going to do something. And then Voldemort showed up and was like, I have nothing more to say to you. You have thwarted me again. Accidentally, <laughs> but still, I've been thwarted. Um, By and a still, child. I'm thwarted. Um, who shuns a tradition. <laughs> scoffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Dumbledore shows up, and then they duel. And then Fudge comes in and is like, oh no, first, then Voldemort possesses Harry for a little bit, thinking that Dumbledore would kill him, even though Dumbledore is smart and knows, like, about possession and how that works but for some reason Voldemort thought you know mm, let me just try it um but then that didn't work and then Fudge finally came and was forced to um be like to just kind of confront the fact that Voldemort is alive and back guess who's back so back again Foldy's back <laughs> tell a friend <clears throat> That's my job. <laughs> Connie? What's going on? Oh Been friends gosh. with you guys for oh way too God. long. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay, so, so those are things podcast. that happened. Dumbledore um, made a portkey and then um, sent Harry on his way to back to Hogwarts. So that's kind of where we are setting the tone um okay so harry arrives in dumbledore's office everything seemed to have repaired itself during the headmaster's absence um aka when dumbledore stunned like four people and then left (laughs) like a badass previously in dumbledore's office um dawn was approaching which means that they were really at the ministry like (laughs) Like, it probably, like, now I'm thinking about it because we were trying to do, like, the math on them traveling to London from Scotland, and, um, I can't remember exactly how long we said it was going to take by train or whatever the fuck, but, like, it probably took them, like, six hours to get on on Thestral back. So they got there at, like, midnight, and then were there throughout the entire morning, and not one alarm was really rough at Thestral back. (laughs) Like, horseback. (laughs) That's what... Is that not what that was? My brain was just like, I don't... Huh? I guess that's the word. But also, Joe doesn't do math. And then it connected? And this bitch? But Joe doesn't... (laughs) Joe doesn't do math, because she still thinks 1,000 students go to Hogwarts, and they just... The math doesn't add up, literally. So she just doesn't do math. Time's a little funky. It's fine. Just, it's dawn. You know, it was a short night. It's dawn. It's been a long... Or it was a long night, and they they were also remember they time were room. in the time room, and we don't oh, know time room could have fucked like, everything up. We don't know what the fuck happens sure. in there, right? Like we saw shit that gets stored in there, but who knows what kind of shit goes down when you're in the time room? Also, and this isn't a spoiler because I'm so far behind. But for those of you who watch Marvel's Agents of Shield, and if you don't, then what the heck is wrong with you? But I'm remember when the late. monoliths and then the thing? Because that's old. Because I'm behind the monoliths and the thing, and then there was a crack. And all the shit started to go wonky, mm-hmm. right? And then the it was like it, it was the, the ministry. most new Marvel episode I've ever seen. It was awesome. It was amazing. Um, oh. And in Harry Potter, see, I'm bringing it mm. full circle. In Harry Potter, all that sh- they just they wrecked the whole department of mysteries. And who knows who who's to say if some of the shit they wrecked in the time room didn't get all mixed up with the shit in the space room, right? 
like all it's congregating like in that little area like and now they have to do a close the door behind them situation the unspeakable's <laughs> got to go in and like assess the damage right and they're like okay so now this time room is is like just fucking with shit fucking side with note shit. related to the department of mysteries did we talk about this on the podcast about how the the the, the no the, the, no do you not no. want me to say it it just sounds like it's gonna no, be it's not gonna be what, <laughs> don't even let me talk it, um the time the rooms of the department of mysteries almost matched the stone the infinity stones i believe that was a slack chat and not a yeah that was a slack not yeah. a actual in real life chat so the infinity stones let me uh look it up real quick because this is slightly a tangent but this is the only real time we're going to be able to talk about it where it lines up where it's like we just was in the department of mysteries and we just was in uh you know uh, about to have this movie come out so the there are so many stones and i need a site that is just going to tell me what they are aren't there six there are there's six stones six indeed um i don't know if there were six rooms though so many stones um (laughs) But why can't someone just tell me what they are really fast? And there's time stone, soul yes. stone, power, uh, power, Amani, power stone, um, power stone, mind stone. Earth are stone? we really doing this? We are only two paragraphs. Into <laughs> I'm <this> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Okay. I know. <laughs> and I was with you, and then I was like, wait a it's second. Like we shouldn't have done it, but it's it's fine. So there's a soul stone, which probably matches the, what did we decide? The death room. Uh, there's the time stone, which matches the time room. The power stone, which I don't remember what it is right now. The reality stone, the mind stone, and the space stone. And obviously there was a space room, and then the brain room was the mind stone. So there are two that I don't remember mm-hmm. what we decided they were. But it's fine, because we're just going to move on. Soul could be love. Yes, the soul stone was the love I think soul was love. And then the power one was probably the death room. And then reality was the... Mm, I forgot already. Well, we also did not see all of the rooms. Correct. There we go. And we can move on now. See? So... And there are also folders within folders. Mm. Lots of things mm-hmm. happening. Um, okay, so dawn's approaching. Um, the silence and the stillness, broken only by the occasional grunt or snuffle of a sleeping portrait, was unbearable to him. Um, if his surroundings could have been could have reflected the feelings inside him, the pictures would have been screaming in pain. Um, it was his fault. Sirius had died. It was all his fault. Yes, it was. If he, if he had bit. only opened his mind to the possibility that Voldemort was, as Hermione had said, banking on Harry's love of playing and the opened hero. his present. Boom. This is one. Of, so this is like a chapter where Truth. it's really there's a lot of feelings because it's because it's very like it's sad, but then also you're sitting here like, yeah. I mean, facts. It is your fault. All facts. <laughs> you're just like, wow. When you're, you're reading though, it off, you're like, but fact, if you would listen to fact, Hermione, fact. It's just. Fact, it's yeah, like it's been facts. five years and you didn't yeah. learn to listen. Always listen to Hermione. I don't. I don't understand. Earlier in this, it's earlier rough. in this book, when he was having the date from hell and treating show like trash, we decided that, so long that ago. he was like. I always listen to Hermione because Hermione always saves my life. Where did that hair go? Where did that hair go? Just like his occlumency homework in one ear out the other. Yep. 
Um, there was a, ter- a terrible hollow inside him. He did not want to feel or examine a dark hole where Sirius had been, where Sirius had vanished. He did not want to have to be alone with that great silent space. He could not stand it. Y'all. Um, this is a... It's fine. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Beautifully written. Beautiful gown. Phineas Nigellus wakes up. (laughs) Um, And says, and what it brings you to the early hours of the morning, this office is supposed to be barred to all but the rightful headmaster or his Dumbledore sent you here. Um, So before we get back into fields, Hogwarts is lit as hell. I know we talked (laughs) about it back when Umbridge couldn't get into into Hogwarts, but now it's like officially um, like confirmed that they were like nah we really like can't nobody get in right but it kind of does make me wonder if someone did manage to get in because phineas is kind of like on guard like how you get in here i I told all y'all that you wasn't allowed in here (laughs) he's a little bit on edge he's probably like (laughs) maybe he's just waiting yeah like maybe he's just Um, waiting but you know it also reminds me of like thor's hammer like only the worthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) can get in here true if McGonagall like, had been named headmaster, headmistress, she would have been allowed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just not, I'm just ask. Um, and then he said, don't tell me another m- message for my worthless great, from, or yeah, for my worthless great, great grandson, which this is not the time. But also, he wouldn't know, know this he is don't not know. the time. So it's just, it's rough he all around. Um, Harry could not speak. To say it aloud would be to make it final, absolute, irretrievable. Um, terror of being interrogated made Harry stride across the room and seize the doorknob. It would not turn. He was shut in. I hope this means, said the corpulent red-nosed wizard, that Dumbledore will soon be back with us. Um, Harry nodded. Oh, good, said the wizard. It has been very dull without him. Very dull indeed. Because Dumbledore loves drama. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. They be, they be having parties up It's in, lit. Up in he, well, just like the gossip is just lit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just, there's you know, always something. Especially because some I of them are attached to I went to go visit my other, other portrait. I came back and everything done changed. I mean, and they're also attached to other portraits in other buildings. Not all of them, but like some of them. So they can like get the drama and the tea from like the Ministry of Magic and then come back and be like, mm-hmm. so Dumbledore, let's talk about this. And it's probably fun. But not with, not with Dumbledore not around. Um... Dumbledore thinks very highly of you, as I'm sure you know, he said. Oh, yes, holds you in great esteem. The guilt filling the hole in Harry's chest was uh, like something monstrous, weighty, parasite. Um, was Sorry, now writhed and squirmed. Um, he could not stand being Harry anymore. He had never felt more trapped inside his own head and body. He never wished so intensely that he could be somebody, anybody else. Um, all, those, uh, and <laughs> all those ellipses. These goddamn ellipses. I feel we've talked about but also Joe Rowling's use of these feelings. goddamn ellipses. I I actually full disclosure. This is how the book is sitting on my lap right now. I ain't reading this bullshit again. <laughs> I'll get I'll get to it once we move on this. Oh my gosh, you're yeah, um, So Done. Dumbledore appears um, through the flu network. Um, when he does the portraits, a lot of them uh, awaken and many of them give cries of welcome. Thank you, said Dumbledore softly. Um, he didn't look at Harry first, um, uh, first putting Fox down on his little perch post thing so he can chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, well, Harry, you will be pleased to hear that none of your fellow students are going to suffer la- lasting damage from the night's events. It's the last time um, he can say good, that. <laughs> or Harry tried to say good, but no sound came out. 
It seemed to him that Dumbledore was reminding him of the amount of damage he had caused by his actions tonight, and although Dumbledore was kind, was for once looking at him directly, and though his expression was kindly rather than accusatory, Harry could not bear to meet his eyes. Um, Deserved. And, like, this is, and this is, and just, you know, what kind of based, not based on, but, like, going back to what I was saying earlier on the last page, like, it's heartbreaking because even, like, despite all of our screaming at him in the last, like, month <laughs> of being, like, fucking, like, open your present, listen to Hermione, don't go, like, don't look go to the Department of Mysteries, like, all these things, like, practice your occlumency, um, it's still, like, heartbreaking now, like, on the other end of it, like, he's feeling all of this guilt and, like, the weight of his yeah. actions, um, and things went terribly, so it's just kind but of... But as you guys were talking about last episode, like, he never faces consequences, and so this is the first time it's happened, and it's, like, way the other direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, we gonna have you face consequences, yeah. like, heavy real ones. Yeah. Like, this is real life. This is not detention. (laughs) I mean, I'm tired. So, I can only imagine how tired Dumbledore is, Mm -hmm. Hermione is. They all been up all night. And I understand that Harry is hurting. I understand that he even has, like, the nerve to be like, at least he's looking at me, but now I can't look at him. I understand that he was going through things but there's this thing happening oh connie did this to me man anyway on twitter how it was me someone was talking about because you did it on twitter someone was talking about rubius hagrid and how um harry said that hagrid was harriet also said earlier in the novels or in the series that hagrid was one of the bravest person people he knew and yet he named his son after Severus, which is just like asking for trouble. And I'm sure, like, yes, Hagrid was on 11 or 12. I don't even know if there's a number for what Hagrid was on. But I'm sure (laughs) if he didn't feel like he could talk to Hermione, which why not? He felt like he couldn't talk to Ron, which why not? He lost. Remus's number, I don't know, his owl, whatever. There were just so many different people who he could have reached out to in so many different ways in which this did not have to go down in the way that it went down that no matter what, I don't know how many years it is since I first read this book. I don't know how many times it's been since I read this book. I cannot seem to care about his feelings <laughs> i'm still wow. upset that you dare yeah, like, say this was my fault somebody else tweeted it was it not your fault it was not somebody else tweeted it did you cc wizard team and we black and nerds you were already tagged you did do that you guys Mm-mm. somebody it was someone who already follows you that i know Mm-mm. because of y'all so y'all would have seen it anyway but i i hadn't <laughs> <laughs> make sure I would. Can't blame me. Okay. You you made my phone go ping. No. Oh, what kind are you talking about? God damn it. No. I refuse to take blame yeah. for this. Anyway. Um. So Julia in the in the chat says that the shitty part is that he truly thought he was doing the right thing. He was trying to do good. 
Um, but he was an idiot, and but he was an idiot, but he wasn't maliciously ignoring sense. So it's like, it's one of the things where yeah, you're trying to do the, the right thing and try to be good, and then everything goes up. But it's face. also that like Peter Parker reckless hero shit that like you. I, I, I understand, like, what we were saying, like, he's never had any bad consequences, blah, 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 and this is his time, and actually, in terms of, like, age, it's around the same time that, you know, coming-of-age stuff, that this stuff sticks. I guess I'm just still, I'm still always gonna be bitter that the thing is serious. Yeah, I mean, man's. duh. And, but, it's not, and it's not, like, excusing him from it, but it's also, right. like, this is a shit, you know, I mean, like, he didn't lose his godfather. Yeah. yeah. Like, but... He's had other moments where he has been wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and or he has. But I think that this is a moment where, like, to the point and it's of not danger. that he hasn't felt guilty in those moments. I don't think. Like, I think he's felt guilty, but I think this is like guilt on top of grief, which mm-hmm. is a different monster. Yeah, I guess I should try to feel something for him a little bit, just I'm a little enough myself. Yeah, just a little. Um. So, uh, Madame Pomfrey is patching everyone up. Tonks might need to spend some time um, in St. Mungo's, but she'll make a full recovery. And then Dumbledore says, I know how you are feeling, Harry. No, you don't. How you, he is uh, 100 some years white, old. White hot anger leapt inside him. Dumbledore knew nothing about his feelings. And it's like, actually, he literally does. Like, not you know even what? like a little bit like, oh, I know you feel sad because your godfather died. I too had a godfather that died once. Like, no, this exact situation <laughs> is like what he like he knows how what i really dead. wanted dumbledore to say is like actually your brain is so wide open because you didn't do any occlumency but i know it's true i know everything i know <laughs> i read it all i read it all yeah i know oh that you're God. happy i'm finally looking at you but you can't seem to look at me i would like say it in the thoughts that he said word for word in like that midnight from doctor who shit oh yeah i'd have done that i just fucked him up Cause I don't care at this point, cause you done killed my man, and <laughs> yep. you gonna feel sorry so for this. Dumbledore wasn't his man ever. And also, we're gonna get some explanations as why as to why you probably should also be slightly mad at Dumbledore too. So let's. I'm mad at Dumbledore um, too. I'm mad at all these motherfuckers. But let's let's keep going. Um, <laughs> so you see, Dumbledore said, Phineas. Never try to understand the students. They hate it. They would much rather be tragically misunderstood, wallow in self-pity, stew in their own. That's enough, Phineas, said Dumbledore. He's not wrong, but he's also really salty. Like, he should have never been a teacher. (laughs) Um, So, um, Harry turned his back on the window and saw the Quidditch Stadium, and then he's reminded of the time that Sirius came to watch him play. Um, There's no shame in what you're feeling, Harry, said Dumbledore. On the contrary, the fact that you can feel pain like this is your greatest strength. Um... And then that oh makes dear. Harry even more oh angry. Um, my greatest strength is it, said Harry. You haven't got a clue. You don't know. What don't I know? And then Dumbledore you turn the page me. and it's just all caps lock Harry. <laughs> and so and so he's he's like shaking with rage, right? But it's not that he's mad at Dumbledore. He's just mad. Um, he's just directing his pain at yeah. Dumbledore. Um, like he's mad. It's easier than guilt. It's so much easier to be mad than to feel yeah. guilty. And so Dumbledore is saying shit, and he doesn't want to be consoled right now, so he's, like, angry, and he's blowing up at him. Um, I don't want to talk about how I feel, all right? Harry, suffering like this proves you are still a man. The pain is part of being human. Then I don't want to be human, Harry said in all caps. And he seized one of the delicate silver instruments from the spindled-like table beside him and flung it across the room. Um, 
Several of the portraits yelled, uh, let out yells of anger and fright, and Armando did really? said, Really? Really? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't Flash care, Mary yelled at them. I've had enough. I've seen enough. I want out. I want it to end. I don't care anymore. Um, Yo. And, I That's mean, my memoir title. Robin just, Jordan. I've so, had enough. I've seen enough. I don't. I want out. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, to a he, bookstore near you. Sorry. So, um, it's one of those things where, because, again, like, he's still dealing with Cedric's death, yeah. right? And now this other thing is happening. And, like, on top of dealing with Sirius's death, even if that hadn't happened, he still saw a lot of fucked up shit in the Department of Mysteries. Like, a lot of shit went down that night. or this. He turned like, a grown man into a baby night. with a man's body. <laughs> that, that did happen. That did happen. We don't All talk enough about some this, kind of injury, this man like, baby thing. We don't talk enough about it yeah. as a fandom. It's very true. Like, that would scar me for as life. As a fandom, we don't talk and enough about it. But also not, because he's a Nazi, so like, fuck Jensen, but also it's a weird part. It's not even the fact of who the dude is. It's like, I turned a man into a baby with a bi- with a head. Who? I think it was I did, no, a what? did it, maybe, but yeah. Um. So you don't know this yet, but Connie does because we went to see Puffs together. Mm. But it very much reminds me of the part in Puffs where she keeps doing magic accidentally, and then she's like, "Take the wand, just take the wand." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she does very severe, irreversible magic, which she doesn't mean to. <laughs> and I mean that alone could put a fifteen-year-old in therapy forever. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um. <laughs> I knew Sorry. she was gonna react. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Like I, definitely, I know it wasn't, but just well, come on. Words mean my things. You d- okay? You do care," said Dumbledore. Um, he had not flinched or made a single move to stop Harry from demolishing his office. Partly because clearly it repairs itself, so he yeah. has nothing to worry about. Um, you care so much. You f- that's like actually the best insurance. <laughs> I feel like that? Dumbledore made it that way. Like, I feel like he has his rage moments when he's alone in his office and, like, needs to let off some steam. So he's just like, might as well make it all repairable. Because, like, he clearly, <laughs> as we know, he's, like, telling Harry, like, it's, you need to feel these things, but you're going to feel them and then you're going to be fine because I, I survived it as well. But also, I'm pretty sure he's had his Harry rage moments where he's just like, everything sucks. And he just, like, slams things down in his office. And Fox is just like, oh, we're doing this today. Okay. And then puts his feathers in front of his face. Right. He's like, I'm yeah. going to sleep. Oh, we're in this headspace today. Okay. I, I would love magic for the simple fact that I would you love you could have just stopped at that one part rage throw and destroy shit yeah and then just have it fixed yeah also I'm clumsy awesome. and so the amount of mugs and stuff I've broken I only have two plates now guys two I mean it's only me that lives here but you want to come over and have dinner and and bring a friend <laughs> y'all better bring a paper plate I don't know what to tell you I have two plates two paper plates that's what paper plates are for Dose. oh my gosh um, uh, you do care, said Dumbledore. Um, you care so much that you feel as though you will bleed to death with the pain of it. I don't, Harry Oof. screamed. For a second, he wanted to rush at Dumbledore and break Dang. him too. Oh, yes, you do. You have lost your mother, your father, and the closest thing to a parent Oof. you've ever known. Of course you care. So All right, this- so we'll see you next, <laughs> Wizard Team. This is a good one. Whatever. So. 
Um, so I do want to point out about that is that there's there's a parallel here between this and book four. And in that situation, and it's also, there's there's a parallel and there's also differences in the way that Harry is reacting. Like, obviously there's a difference between, like, someone who's, like, your classmate, someone who you're, like, marginally acquaint- acquainted with versus, like, someone who you have a direct connection to and who you love. Um, but also there's a difference between, like, the first time you see something like this and the second time you see it. And, mm-hmm. and Harry, the first time feeling really numb and, like, overwhelmed and like on top of it Voldemort's back and like there's all these things and then he has like a breakdown but it's more like it's all emotional because they're all emotions but he's like crying versus this time where he feels guilty like I think he felt slightly guilty about Cedric but also like there really wasn't anything yeah it was like mutual choice to go to the Um, graveyard and it just yeah it just happened Mm -hmm. he didn't know Voldemort was gonna be there they both came in with the same amount of information right they didn't um, he actually planned to go to the ministry he didn't plan to go right, to the graveyard to go and also i think the guilt that he was feeling about cedric is more like survivor's mm-hmm. guilt versus yeah definitely like, i personally caused cedric's death because i don't think yeah. he ever thought that that happened um yeah whereas this time he's feeling really guilty um but it, he's like it's all inward to himself and the way that he's breaking down this time is through anger mm-hmm. um because he had like mm-hmm. at the beginning he's like he has all this emotion building up in him and he needs it to get out and so this is the way he's doing it this time um and i think part of that is again because it's someone that he was really close to but also it's the second time this has happened so he already has all this trauma and like grief that is already in him and this time it's like even more and so it's all kind of like building up and spilling out it's also one of those things where i don't know if you've ever like i mean bayana knows this (laughs) because we've all met bayana but like if you've hurt yourself and before it had time to fully heal, you hurt yourself again. It's like, mm. wow. It doesn't. It's not as shocking okay. the second time, but it's gonna take just, longer. And to it heal. hurts worse. You know what I mean? It like, and it, yeah. Mm, mm, I like felt that yeah. when you said it. I was just like, wow, ow. AKA my entire left leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, the face I made. Which is why like, I thought you would shock. be a good metaphor. It was also shock at like you. <laughs> my as i was like where is she going with this oh dang i didn't know either and then she said it and i was like wow i feel attacked <laughs> so attacked but also do you not know that i feeling? felt attacked for you. Did you, do you are you not intimately acquainted with that feeling oh my god but are yeah you it hurts worse okay. it's like uh because it's still like freshly it. bruised and harry is just so mm-hmm. freshly yeah. bruised right now. oh my god connie who let you yeah. in here go home you did it, right? I also want well, to. Well, I mean, I started I it. No, I started it, I did and not. then you pun- and then you like, I passed it to you, and then you kicked Mm-mm. Connie in the face. So that was all you. Okay, but I also just we're as just we've been going through this today, and we're not even anywhere near this. The chapter before this was beyond the veil, and I'm feeling about myself the way I'm feeling about the team of Shield, which is, can I get a break? Can I get a hamburger? Can I take a shower? <laughs> can I sleep some of this off? Not yet. We need answers first. We need answers first. Let's get to the Dumbly explaining because all this Wait. part is just... <laughs> you don't know how I feel, Harry roared. You standing there, you... And, like, again, he knows nothing. <laughs> first of all... And you are a smooth 15. Like... And a smooth... Like, and a smooth dummy, and Dumbledore is he over just battled years old. Voldemort, and you think he don't and know like, how just feelings made work? him look like a child, and you don't think he been through worse? <laughs> a smooth 
15. You can't do it like that no. and not have seen some shit. No one ever knows how you feel when you're feeling. You know? I mean, I guess. No one ever really understands. Even. So Harry now is like, I need to get out of here. Um, so he tries to open the door, but it won't open. Let me out, he said. No, said Dumbledore. Uh, they stared at each other for a couple seconds. Let me out, he said again. No, said Dumbledore. If you don't, if you keep me here, if you don't let me, by all means, continue destroying my possessions, said Dumbledore serenely. I dare say I have too many. Can someone come do that for like, me, but not same. destroy them, just like <laughs> take them? Because I have too much shit. Like, you know, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, they it's, also yeah, repair it's themselves. Really, Dumbledore is like, <laughs> in but some also ways, they repair themselves so it's fine but also the reason we're in this kind of situation but also not fully the yes, reason absolutely because other people he's part he has, he has, some, has some blame he has some blame but not all the blame but some blame is imani typing because i yes the time. okay no well. he's not we can <laughs> <laughs> that as well <laughs> okay um let me out said harry again not until i've had my say said dumbledore do you, do you think I want to, do you think I give up? I don't care what you've got to say, Harry roared. I don't want to hear anything you've got to say. You will, said Dumbledore, because you are not nearly as angry with me as you ought to be. If you were to attack me, as I know you are close to doing, I would like to have thoroughly earned it. Because right now, he's you know not he said it actually though, and she just upset it at Dumbledore. There's, there's not, there's Ronnie. Um, uh, but like, that's the thing is like, right now he's not actually angry with Dumbledore. He's angry at like, he should be angry at Dumbledore. And he does. Said he deserves it. Amani. But that's not, that's not the feeling. All of right. The right now he just needs Dumbledore to let him the fuck out or he's going to go wild. Like, that's really what. He's like, going to go wild when he has to let him out too, though. He's going to let him out and Harry going to go. Dumbledore's like, give me my credit where credit is due. Everything. Battle Hogwarts time one. Ron and Hermione in the hospital wing. Um, but yeah, no, like it, it, and I think that's partly why Dumbledore is like, nah, we have some shit to talk about, fam. You need to air it all out. <laughs> Dumbledore is like, hey, let's sit down and have the talk we should have had two years ago. Sound good? <laughs> it's like, you need to Basically. know, like you, these um, feelings, you have them, but they could be worse and it's yeah, my fault. So there. give me uh, my credit. First things first. Um, it is my fault that Sirius died. Or I should say, almost entirely my fault. I will not be so arrogant as to claim responsibility no for the whole. Sirius was brave. We'll get into it. And Bellatrix. Sirius was brave, clever, and, and was a brave, clever, and energetic man. And such men are not usually content to sit at home and hiding where, while they believe others to be in danger. Nevertheless, you should have never believed part for of it is your that fault, there was any necessity for you to go to the Department <laughs> of Mysteries. Um, if I had been open with you, Harry, as I should have been, you would have known a long time ago that Voldemort might try to lure you into the Department of Mysteries. Um, so yeah, so that's, again, like, it's definitely Harry's fault. It's absolutely Harry's fault, but it's Dumbledore's fault that it's Harry's fault. That's what it is. Right. It's a faultception is what's happening it's here. It's There are levels I to the shit. I dislike you, <laughs> but I love you. There's levels to the fault um, and the blame. But you know what I was thinking, too, is that, like, yes. when you, yes. I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know when this starts, but at, at a certain point in your, like, learning career they start to like tell you like there's levels oh, to this we're learning about oceanography and this is important because of blah 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 blah, blah. you know what i mean and give you some kind of like context mm-hmm. and basis and we've talked about this before but i do definitely think that his lack of context 
Not even to say Voldemort might try to okay. infiltrate <clears throat> your mind. It could even be broader than that, which is you're a very big target for a lot of people, Voldemort and otherwise. There is this branch of magic that you need to be aware of. No, he didn't. He was like, go take occlumency lessons. Well, Bye. well, let's get there. We're not even there yet. We haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah. No, he so should have been taking his occlumency lessons before then. And then y'all are, but Robin, you're getting ahead of yourself. Right. And he we said, this is I've already read this. Before he got we snatched got away from the like ministry. Like, it's just you know, like, I think he thought he got there yet. Just hold on to it for a little bit longer. Because there's more than just the occlumency. Like, that's the, that's the wild know, thing. Like, it's not just that. So, um, <laughs> so, if I had been open with you, Harry, as I should have been, you would have known a long time ago that Voldemort might try to lure you into the Department of Mysteries, and you would never have been tricked into going there tonight, and Sirius yeah. would not have had to come after you. That blame lies with me and with me alone. Um, and then Dumbledore asked Harry to sit down, um, and then, am I to understand, said, said Phineas Nigellus, that my great-great-grandson, the last of the Blacks, is dead? Yes, Phineas, said Dumbledore. I don't believe it, said Phineas brusquely. Um, and then he marches out of his portrait, going to visit Grimaud Place. And so, again, it's not about, like, he clearly, he doesn't like Sirius, never liked him. But that's, like, the end of his yeah, family line. So he's like, let me go check that out because or what's crazy. going on here. Um, I mean, and crazy, I guess. Yeah. Everyone else was girls. Wait. No one of I'm so upset. I just decided that none I'm of upset it was logical. That none of it was logical. None of it. Serious Anything would have made like, it more logical. Illegitimate daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been mm. a better, a more I've logical. Sorry. You know. At least he had. It would have made. It would have made more sense. Exactly. Like, it was so mad. He had a magical body. You know, oh my, oh he my had God. a magical body. You know, he escaped oh one night. I was, if that is not the first thing you bring up when you bring up first child and that bullshit, he couldn't <laughs> replicate cartilage. But that's why. He had no nose. Was, he had no ears. That's, cartilage. That's couldn't why, do it. That's why it would have made more sense. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> what oh else is gosh. there? I. You want to make it more logical? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> serious as semen is logical. I didn't mean for it to go. Wait, that far, okay, we have to stop. Sorry, I no, just had no to more. Share the thoughts. <laughs> I was, focusing on Let's move on. <laughs> I was focusing on Sirius. I was focusing on Sirius. I'm sorry, I just didn't think that that would be a sentence I was going to hear today or ever what? <laughs> at all. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Um, so, Harry, I owe you an explanation, said Dumbledore. Um, an explanation of an old man's mistake. For I see now that what I have done and not done with regard to you bears all the hallmarks of the, failure, of the failings of age. Youth cannot know how age thinks and feels, but old men are guilty if they forget what it is to be young, and I seem to have forgotten lately. But you are about a thousand years old, approximately, so I feel like you can be excused, at the very least, for forgetting what it's like to be young. It's been some time. There's, it's been a while. It's, you know. Wait, how did he become a thousand years old? Like, can we just... 
<laughs> because I like to exaggerate. That's all. The hyperbole, but he could be. I it's know. very confusing. <laughs> you don't it's been know. A little no bit. Knows. Yeah, um, it's been a little bit. Mm-hmm. To, uh, so this is Dumble Splaining Part One. We're, we're doing this, diving deep. Um, so it's morning now. Sun's rising. Just so you all are aware of the time that's happening. Just so you also so you know, like Harry is act, also reacting this way because Homeboy needs a nap. He's tired. He hasn't had sleep. He's been awake for 24 hours at least. Ami Nacho was so awake for that. like six and I was like, And he Girl. had an exam yesterday. Nope. He was in a history of magic exam the day before. He needs a he nap. He needs a nap. <laughs> yes. He needs at Ran least into nap, the centaurs. Like, mm-hmm. Had to deal with gr- grops ass. Ain't had no snack. Gop, yeah. They didn't pack like a. And then was in the time room for who knows how right? long. So there's a yeah. lot going on. A six hour trip yeah. on a festival. He, they yeah, should have packed snacks. His body is like <laughs> they should have packed snacks. some rock stars, some Red Bulls. <laughs> Gives you wings <laughs> that you can see. True. Unlike the Thestrals, there would have been snacks. Would have had snacks. <laughs> and as Amani points out, he also needs a wash. <laughs> it's because it's because they didn't have a Hufflepuff in their group. If they had had a Hufflepuff in their troop, there would have badges. badges. You have badges. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see him right now. Not on me right now. Not on you right now. <laughs> Not on you. I packed all my all my buttons, so uh, they're in a suitcase. Somewhere. You already packed your. I did actually do that though. I did pack all my buttons. Mm-hmm. And one of them was wash. Whether or not one of those is a wash button. They're digital badges. But they are in a suitcase, so I can't grab them right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's They're move di- on. Digital I'm going to make buttons. There you go. LeakyCon 2018, be ready. Stay woke, stay clean. Um, <laughs> oh my God, it has to say wash, W-A-S, and then like or the border has to say stay woke, <laughs> stay clean. <laughs> I hate y'all. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, girl, let's not talk. We want to talk about hate and phrases that have been said in the last. I don't five even know. Stay woke. I don't know what I said. <laughs> I yes. blocked out. That was in a rage. Mm. I don't know. That's convenient. I'll, I'll hear it on Wednesday and be like, ooh, stand mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I guess 15 years ago, said Dumbledore, when I saw the scar upon your forehead, what it might mean, I guess that it might mean the sign, or it might be the sign of a connection forged between you and Voldemort. You told me this. Yeah. Horcrux. Hashtag Horcrux. Although Dumbledore still doesn't fully know, but he at least, he knows enough. He got, he got theories. Um, you've told me this before, Professor. He still want the answers. care about being rude. <laughs> yes. You know. Some respect. I bet you um, he doesn't yes, even know Dumbledore, his first name is Albus. Like in this, not not like really, but like in this frame of mind, I get really mad at my. You call him professor though, so at least there's that. Things, like, mom, or when I met Colin first, and he came up and he said hello, <laughs> and I said, because all I could think was Darcy, Darcy, I don't Darcy. Think this was the same. Thing. I didn't say anything because I knew Darcy was wrong, but Colin, nowhere to be found. I don't think this is the same thing at all, but I mean... I think so, when you're okay. in, like, heightened emotion. But I don't but I don't think that he's struggling for words. <laughs> <laughs> I 
thing. Yeah, I'm just saying he called him professor and he meant to be rude. My mom is black, but he still like put still the respect live. on his name as opposed to so, where I think you might have been going I thought you were going with this of like oh. he didn't call him Elvis. Like I thought you were gonna say when I get mad at my mom I was I trying to say her that her first I was trying to say not, it like you I, couldn't it, think of anything. Again, I, my mom is black, so that's never even <laughs> But that's what I'm, I thought I you were say, trying to say. But that, I was trying like, to say that he Harry probably gone was for, Albus for Albus as opposed to saying professor, professor. If he like, wanted if you to ask be rude. Me, my grandma's name, first name is Grandma. I don't know. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> grandma. I just, okay. <laughs> Try to get through this. All right, chapter. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> I knew it was going to be this way, so it's fine. As I was reading it, I was like, oh. I hate. So this is what we're doing. I tomorrow. hate this book. I had a premonition. The stars aligned. I, I, I my, my yeah, eye, my inner going. eye. Do you know Saw what I just X. figured out? <laughs> is that the reason why this book is not better than the Prisoner of Azkaban? The reason why the Prisoner of Azkaban is the best book is because terrible things happen mm. at the end of it. All mm. you know, blah blah blah. Uh, Peter goes back to Voldemort, whatever. But the end is hopeful. There is someone well, for we're Harry. Not at the end yet. There is there is a home he a may be able to go back to. Where and this is like the closing those of the hope that, that we set up in Prisoner of Azkaban. It's not true at all. He can't. There's no home to go live with Sirius. There's still the burrow. There's no, still, but at the you're end, just, you're making you're you're making a lot of. Dadfoot and Moomsy are no longer. They're not true. These are, we're gonna, we're gonna move on. Hashtag dads is now just hashtag dad. Ah! I did it to myself. Okay, so, yes, said Dumbledore. <laughs> yes, but you see, it is necessary to start with your scar before it became apparent. Shortly after you joined the magical world that I was correct and that your scar was giving um. you warnings when Voldemort was close to you or else feeling powerful, powerful emotion. I know, said Harry. And this ability of yours to detect Voldemort's presence, even when he is disguised, and to know what he is feeling when his emotions are aroused, has become more and more pronounced since Voldemort returned to his body and his full powers. Harry didn't bother to nod. He knew all this already. More recently, I became concerned that Voldemort might realize that this connection between you exists. Yeah, Snape told me, said Harry. Professor Snape, Harry. No. no just Snape. That motherfucker over there. Just Snape. Um... But did you not realize why it was not I who explained this to you? Why I did not teach you Occlumency? Have why you I met not Harry? So much looked, he is not, not so a much Ravenclaw. as looked at you for months. He is a dummy. Sure, no, these are all things that he definitely wondered about, though, Robin. You're not listening to the words of the paragraph. Because <laughs> these are all things he's been worrying about this entire book. <laughs> um... <laughs> She's like, I don't even care. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, Harry mumbled. Yeah, I wondered. You see, continued Dumbledore heavily. I believe it could not be long before Voldemort attempted to force his way into your mind to manipulate and misdirect your thoughts. And I was not eager to give him more incentives to do so. Um, I was sure if he realized that our relationship was or had ever or had ever been closer than that of headmaster and pupil, he would seize this chance. Um, to use you as a means to spy on me. It ain't me. always about you, motherfucker. Oh, I gotta go to bed. Wait, keep... But, but, in... Uh, Dumbledore's wrong, but he's not wrong. 
I feared the uses to which he would put you, the, the possibility that he might try and possess you, Harry. I believe I was right to think that Voldemort would have made Just use of you in such way keep on reading, those rare occasions when we had close contact. I thought I saw a shadow of him stir behind <laughs> your eyes. I was trying and distancing myself to protect you. Um, an old man's mistake. Big up job. Uh, Voldemort's aim in possessing you, had dim- as demonstrated tonight, would not have been my destruction. It would have been yours. He hoped when he possessed you briefly a short while ago that I would sacrifice you in hope of killing him. Um... So that, so it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a spy on Dumbledore, but the, really the ultimate thing is that Voldemort using Harry would ultimately kill Harry. Dumbledore could work around a spy. He's done it before. A spy and nothing but a thing. <laughs> he got that. <laughs> Listen, if but, Dumbledore yeah. wasn't able to stun yeah. motherfuckers through doors, stun <laughs> motherfuckers at the same time, I just... <laughs> He is, I'm sorry. He's a master. I, don't be sorry. It is what it is. I, I mean, truth is truth. I'm just saying. He just. I am. Yeah. Make no, portraits, right. do his dirt, not like sketches, do his whole just, dirty work. Like, that level of talent and skill. I mean. It's true. I would have a problem with him. <laughs> He's got style. He's got um, style. Uh, Dumbledore sighed deeply and Harry was letting the words wash over him he would have been so interested to know all of this a few months ago and now it was meaningless compared to the gaping chasm inside him that was the loss of Sirius none of it mattered gaping uh, chasm inside of him yeah I, know I mean and that's bitch. the thing like Dumbledore's like well now I'm going to tell you everything I should have told you so long ago and Harry's like well that shit doesn't you should have told me that when I cared now I am broken Thanks. inside I am an empty shell of myself. Um, Sirius told me that you felt Voldemort awake inside you the very night you had the vision <laughs> of Arthur Weasley's attack. I knew at once that my worst fears were correct. Voldemort from that point had realized he could use you in an attempt to arm you against Voldemort's Dang assault on your mind. I arranged occlumency lessons with Professor Snape, which was your first mistake. Snape. I mean, it was not your first. It was It was a large of, it was a, it was like a big mistake of Oh, it was a mistakes. mistake of epic proportions. Like, if it was like a timeline of mistakes, I mean, it was that would like be like his second mistake. Like, yeah, it was like, like all these little tiny dots. It was at then, least whoosh. the second one, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mistake. Mm-hmm. Also, you know mm-hmm. what I'm thinking? It's like um, right after that, he would ooh, see like flashes and bubble. stuff, but like, ooh, why like a word bubble. Like, have had snake McGonagall, big his letters. Guy, who <laughs> is not gonna. Because I don't think McGonagall is, a, is an opponent. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying oh. McGonagall is ride or die. She's not gonna tell anyone. Say, hey, McGonagall, I'm gonna need to treat you like an owl for a second. This is what I think is going on. Please explain it to Harry and explain why he needs to take these lessons seriously. Because if nothing else, Harry respects McGonagall and would try his best. Well, you know, I think that that is a good point if we were not talking about Harry James Potter. I'm serious, um, motherfucking Dumbledore rock. looked him in the eye and said that there is nothing more important than learning Aquamancy, and Harry forgot about that shit the minute Dumbledore apparated with Fox. <sighs> But he still yeah. didn't explain the minute, it. The minute Dumbledore disappeared in a burst of flame, Harry was like, what? What did he say? He I don't know. Never heard of Aquaman. He as he was being it. exiled 
from so his he was able to let that, like, like he had in the most that it's not like he that like i don't yeah but I everyone just kept saying i mean y'all know my theory i've had my theory <laughs> since the beginning that even if dumbledore was telling harry teaching harry occlumency he wouldn't have yeah but i think he could have explained it i know but coming from someone who is also reckless i've been told at times at least i think about being reckless most of the time i'm just on my couch but i have reckless thoughts anyway um also amani makes a point sorry Mm -hmm. mcgonagall all year (laughs) harry don't piss off umbridge this is important harry all year i'm gonna piss off umbridge point taken harry does not listen to people he does not like he does like i I do like i do get what you're saying right like there are ways around better ways around like getting all this information to harry um (laughs) that isn't giving it to snake to give to Harry. yeah he doesn't listen harry is just who he is right and this is what i was gonna say is that like because i i had this conversation with someone recently about like getting spanked and i was like spankings never worked for me like, when I would get spanked, one, because my parents didn't do it. It was always, like, an aunt or uncle. And I was like, who the fuck is you? But two, because they would, there was no, like, I'm the kind of person that, like, if you sit down and explain to me, I might try to argue back or something, but you at least have to have that explanation. And if I do it again and I get spanked, well, then, you know, okay. But if you just go straight to spanking, because you spank everyone and everyone else knows, all the neurotypical folk. I don't know that. Can't you see everybody else is doing this thing? Oh, what that got to do with me? I need to. I need <laughs> things laid out. And so, the one thing that spoils this is that Hermione does lay out to Harry what Umber is trying to do, and then McGonagall completely, you know, and he still doesn't listen. But maybe also because two people told him two two different things, and he didn't connect because he's not smart. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah, it's it's one of those yeah, things Harry again. Just like doesn't listen. talking about the faultception here. <laughs> like also some of the things that are Harry's fault aren't Dumbledore's fault right. at all. It's like a, it's also a Venn it's diagram. Just, you know, <laughs> these are Harry's happening in the structure of who is to yeah. blame for all this shit. Here are all on. the things that but, went wrong, and also some of it is stuff that this you circle can't is Harry's control, fault. This circle is Voldemort's fault. This little piece in the middle, teamwork. Yeah, everybody. Everybody together worked really hard to folders to, and f- to break Robin's take responsibility heart. together. I'm feeling like this. Yeah. Um, Professor State discovered Dumbledore uh, resumed everybody. that you had been everybody. dreaming about the door to the Department of Mysteries for months. Voldemort, of course, had been obsessed with the possibility of hearing the prophecy. The prophecy ever since he regained his body, he has dwelled on the door. So, uh, and as he dwelled on the door, so did you. Though you did not know what it meant. And then you saw Rookwood um, telling Voldemort what we had already known, that prophecies held in the Ministry of Magic are heavily protected. Um, and I just want to point out, heavily protected by ministry standards, which are <laughs> really low. Because the literally the only heavily protected part about it is that only people to whom they refer to can lift them from the shelves. Straight in. <laughs> they did not walk right straight in. in there. Excuse the you. Yeah. Excuse you. They picked up their badges, which clearly yeah. stated their purpose. Yeah. But, like, true, they literally true, just true. walked straight to the prophecy room. Except for the doors that, like, spun around. But they're just like, oh, just try a new one. Took them a couple tries. But they got there. I really want someone but to do But that's what I mean. Like, there was nothing stopping them. them. They just walked <laughs> like in. Like, from the like, time they got 
And like know, how long and that whole thing took. Yep. They were in the time room. They and really I'm shouldn't like, have you know, even gotten down those stairs. Who knows? Who knows? Oh my god, could you imagine being an unspeakable who works in the time room and sometimes your days feel like 20 minutes and sometimes your days feel like two months? And then you're like, I need a goddamn Eric vacation. Eric was asleep. It was midnight. He's like, I don't, I don't know how long I've been You've only been here for two hours. Dude, I have to. I have to. Leave. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> so, mm. uh, mm. in any case, or sorry, in this case, either Voldemort himself mm. would have to in- enter the ministry and risk revealing himself at last, or you would have to take <laughs> it for him. It became a matter of even greater urgency that you should master occlumency. But I didn't, muttered Harry. I didn't practice. I didn't bother. I could have stopped myself having those dreams. Hermione kept telling me to do oh. it. If he, if I had, he'd never been able to show me where to go. And Sirius wouldn't. Sirius wouldn't. These are all facts. Mm-hmm. I, you know, don't. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. And then he felt a need to justify himself, and he said, "I tried to check that he was that he'd really taken Sirius. I went to Umbridge's office and I spoke to Creature in the Fire, and he said Sirius wasn't there. He said he'd gone, which you barely tried because if you really wanted to check, you would have dove your ass through the and fireplace. searched the house. Would have been like, I am home." And then I tried caught. one method for five minutes. No, he didn't look for McGonagall, but McGonagall got got by Umbridge because Umbridge is the worst. Umbridge also shares a lot I of tried one method for five um, minutes. McGonagall is I didn't in go back Saint to Mongol, Snape. She got I didn't look for McGonagall, who is also in order. Yeah. Out of commission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Creature lied, said Dumbledore. You are not his master. Yes. He could lie to you without even needing to punish himself. Creature intended to go to the Ministry of Mag or intended intended yeah, words right, intended right, right. you to go to the Ministry of Magic. Um, he sent me on purpose. Oh yes, Creature. I am afraid has been serving more than one master for months. How? Said Harry. He hasn't been out of Grimmauld Place for years. Creature seized the opportunity shortly before Christmas when Sirius apparently shouted at him to get out. He took Sirius at his word and interpreted this as an order to leave the house. Um, he went to his to Sirius's cousin Narcissa, sister of Bellatrix and wife of Lucius Malfoy. Um, <sighs> and Dumbledore knows all these things because Creature told him last night, you see, when you gave Professor Snape that cryptic warning, he realized that you had had a vision of Sirius trapped in the bowels of the Department of Mysteries. He, like you, attempted to contact Sirius at once. I should explain that members of the Order of the Phoenix have more reliable methods of communicating than the fire in Dolores Umbridge's office. Professor Snape found Sirius was alive and safe in Grimmauld Place, which he's not. No. He's not in the Order, no. and that's not his. And business. he has a two-way also, mirror. Someone could have just. Someone None of that could have just taught him how that. to send messages like, with Patronuses. If he practices occlumency. Then he would. He don't know to how to make his Patronus talk Patronus. yet. He don't know yet. that. Whatever. I don't know. Like none of that <laughs> was. No, he didn't need to. Also, again, I think Connie mentioned True. it earlier. Like after you got back from the, got out of the um, Forbidden Forest, go back and check in with Snape. Now you don't have to True. use code. Yep. Hey, that cryptic message I gave you. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. Just go to his office, go to the dungeons. I just as Delia said, just send an owl to somebody. Like no not yes. not nary owl Amazing. sent out. Um they could have gone to the borough. They could have gone to Grand Place. Like it was also London. Worried. You guys mentioned um, that before. Like there were options that weren't the ministry. Voldemort. 
He alerted certain order members at once. Um, so Mad-Eye, Tonks, Kingsley, and Remus were all at headquarters when he made contact. All agreed to go to your aid. Worried. Snape requested that Sirius remain behind as he needed someone to remain at, ho- at headquarters to tell me what had happened for I was due there at any moment. In the meantime, he, Professor Snape, intended to search the forest for you. But Sirius did not wish to remain while the others went to search for you. He delegated to Creature the task of telling me what had happened. And so it was that when I arrived at Grimald Place shortly after that they had all left for the ministry. Um, and it was the elf who told me, laughing fit to burst, where Sirius had gone. Like, you didn't need to say that he was laughing. Um, you could have talked about that later. You could have left that, that out. That is true. That is very true. Um... Creature was not able to betray us totally. He is not the secret keeper for the order. He cannot give the Malfoys our whereabouts or tell them anything about um, the order's confidential (laughs) plans that he had been forbidden to to reveal. Um, But he gave Narcissa information of the sort that was very valuable to Voldemort, yet must have seemed too trivial for Sirius to think of banning him from repeating it. Like what, said Harry? Like the fact that the person Sirius cared most about in the world was you. Like the fact that you were coming to regard Sirius as a mixture of father and brother. Voldemort knew already, of course, that Sirius was in the order, that you knew where he was. The creature's information made him realize that the one person whom you would go to any length... Well, okay. Well, that is all true. But Harry, when his Wheezy got taken, also saved a rando girl... Because he just has a saving people problem. <laughs> like, these aren't lies, but that also Harry he just will save anyone. Problem. He's just like, ooh, someone's in trouble. My, my Harry Potter senses are tingling. Let me go save someone else. So, yes, he would also, like, do anything to save Sirius. But also, he would do anything to just save someone just to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you have a floor sister again? Gotta go. (laughs) Gotta blast. Are we done? (laughs) Yeah. Not even close. Um, So when I asked, when I asked Creature if Sirius was there last night, the Malfoys undoubtedly on Voldemort's instructions had told him he must find a way of keeping Sirius out of the way once you had seen the vision of Sirius being tortured. Then if you decided to check whether Sirius was home or not, Creature would be able to pretend he was not. Creature injured Buffy um, yesterday, and in the moment that you made your appearance in the fire, Sirius was upstairs trying Rude. to tend to him. Excuse me. Um, and Creature told you all this and laughed, he croaked. He did not wish to tell me, but I am a sufficiently accomplished legilimens myself um, to know when I'm being lied to, and I persuaded him to tell me the full story persuaded. before I left for the Department hmm. of Mysteries. Wow. Mm-hmm. Kind of magic you using. Um, and Hermione kept telling us to be nice to him, said Harry. She was quite right, Harry, said Dumbledore. Listen Always. to Hermione. It should be the only mantra that you ever recite in your world. Anytime Hermione says something, you're like, yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Whatever the fuck Hermione says. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, I warned Sirius when we adopted 12 Grandma Place. As our headquarters, that creature must be treated with kindness and respect. I also told him that creature would be dangerous to us. I do not think Sirius took me very seriously. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. It's not even funny, but, I'm just, but it it's is. not. But it's a good wordplay. Um, or that he ever saw creature as being with uh, as being with feelings as acute as a human's. Don't you blame? Don't you talk about Sirius like creatures are lying, foul. He deserved. 
Creature is what he was made by wizards, Harry, said Dumbledore. Yes, he is to be pitied. His existence has been as miserable as your friend Dobby's. He was forced to do Sirius's bidding because Sirius was the last fa- the last enslaved. of the family to which he was enslaved, and he felt no true loyalty to him. And whatever Creature's faults, it must be admitted that Sirius did nothing to make Creature's lot easier. Don't talk Harry about Harry and Sirius Robin like have a lot in common with this caps lock, you know. Um, so, listen, Harry does not give a fuck about nuance. Like he does no. not care about nuance at all. Listen, and I, and I get it, right? Like you're at a point where you just like you're you're this person that you love just passed away and y'all out and here this whole thing about like not talking, talking bad shit about it it's like a thing about like not talking bad about like the departed right but also like it's yeah. really recent um but also there's nuance to this right nope. like all of what Dumbledore is saying is nope. right um and this is also one of the one of the better ways that jk rowling has shown how slavery is not only practiced by the malfoys or only mm-hmm. practiced by malfoy like people or only mm-hmm. bad because the malfoys do it you know what i mean like this is like the one time we see the nuance yeah actually done well nope versus all of gobble the fire where it was like <laughs> some bullshit um so yeah it was just like interesting to kind of think through um the ways in which, like, Sirius was also molded by his society, like, the society that he lives in. He was raised in a pure-blood family, and there are certain, um, like, practices and stuff that were nope. and the faultception put in place of how he didn't question. He questioned something. Yeah, the faultception about others. how so. there are aspects to this which are Sirius's fault. Um, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, he made it, he made it no because uh, she's you know I am a fan of Gryffindor. just leave Sirius J. Black out of it mm-hmm. he has been through enough <laughs> we don't need your nuance Sirius J. Black isn't his There's no. middle name J. No. something no. no that's Remus John Lupin I don't think so Remus John Lupin hashtag dad see, see how they know. go that no see? no no Guess who? Guess who stopped her from naming her dog after the <laughs> woman who killed her man? No, because I knew that she doing. killed my man, but I also knew that these hoes ain't loyal. So I would always be like, mm, Bellatrix. Whenever she did anything, she pissed on the floor. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. That makes absolutely no sense. She's black. But okay, let's move on. Um, what about Snape? Harry spat because you know, of course. If there's anyone you want to blame, just throw Snape in it. Um, you're not talking about him, are you? When I told Voldemort that Sirius, uh, when I told him that Voldemort had Sirius, he because sneered at me as usual. He's under Harry, you know that Professor Snape had no choice but to pretend not to take you seriously in front of Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> he was supposed to say, "Oh, worried he got serious." Okay, Harry, I got you. It's not Umbridge? how spies work. It's just literally let's, not how spies work. Or even like, even without, like, <laughs> he's trying to keep his job. And Sirius's whereabouts are very important to like, like all of his the, jobs, like, like literally all like, of his jobs. Like, I don't. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't trust you them. with like, order business. Why do you work here again? And also, you're not in the order anymore. Have fun with Voldemort. <laughs> like, and then Voldemort's like, you knew where that whole, you knew where he was this whole time. I'm not a cadaver. The whole time. <laughs> And then Umbridge he is like, you're and sad. Enjoy this. Where, is I, where are my R's? We roll with all my R's in the middle of the night. It wouldn't have mattered because Voldemort would have been like, I hope you enjoy your severance package, which is the end of your life. 
If <laughs> I have a question, because I'm a new I'm a new dog mom. If she falls off this couch, can I laugh? Sure. I don't know. I don't After you check, she's okay. That's it. Okay. Anyway, yeah. If she ran into the door. I sure I show enough laugh. So. Okay. Okay. Um, but as I explained, uh, he informed the order as soon as possible about what you had said. It was he who deduced where you had gone when you oh, did wait. not return from the forest. It was he too who gave Professor Umbridge fake barracks when she was attempting to force you to tell Double of, of hit him with the corporate clap back. <laughs> he said, as I said in my previous <laughs> email, he informed the order. <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> As, you can As I see said here. above. But also, <laughs> I think it's really important, though, to, like, reinforce to Harry all of the ways in which, like, all of the avenues in which he could have made a different decision had he stopped to think. Like, this isn't even about being, like, Hermione and being, you know, thoughtful and planning out and stuff like that. It's just, like, if you want to be strategic, mm-hmm. okay, so we got rid of Umbridge, like, this is how many pieces are on the chessboard that you didn't even consider. Right. You just were like, I ch- I'm choosing this thing, and this is, the, this is what I ride with. It's like, you know, I said that I was going to, you know, only do this thing. Everything has changed, but I'm still only going to do this thing. And, like, also, there's, like, new information popping up. But I'm gonna do this thing because that's what I said I was gonna do at the beginning. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go swimming tomorrow, um, but it's raining. I'm gonna go swimming tomorrow, but now there's a thunderstorm. I'm going swimming tomorrow. It's supposed to be a a hurricane. Well, I'm going swimming tomorrow. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Um. But Harry disregarded this. He felt a savage pleasure in blaming. Real. Me, which you know I'll give that to you. It's not it's Snape's fault, but you know it always is Snape's fault that way in some ways. You know, you know what well. though? Because it is. Um, oh no, this part is not Snape's fault. Wait, Snape did, yeah, we've already passed the part that was Snape's. And fault. And we're getting to parts that are Snape's okay, fault. Okay, but let's let's get in. So oh, yeah. Snape Snape goaded Sirius about staying in the house. He made Sirius. He said he made out Sirius was a coward. Sirius was much too old and clever Sirius to have allowed such feeble taunts to hurt him. Snape stopped giving me occlumency lessons, Harry snarled. He threw me out of his office. You stuck your entire yeah. face in his memories. So let's really mm-hmm. talk about who's at fault right now. Well, like, let's actually do it. That was neither Dumbledore's fault nor yeah. Snape's fault. That was all well, you. I will say one thing. I have done some things <laughs> in my time growing up as a young child, oh as a young warthog. <laughs> I have... My dad said, Robin, stop eating that. You're going to eat yourself sick. And I said, mm-hmm, okay. And then I woke up in the middle of the night, sick and confused, and I threw up up the stairs, and then I threw up down the stairs, and then I threw up in one bathroom in the sink, which you're not supposed to do, and then the sink got clogged, and so then I went back up the stairs and then threw up again, and then... I went to my dad and I said, I don't feel good. And then I said, I'm going to take a nap. And my dad had to clean up he, all He's of that. your father and not a teacher at your school. Right. <laughs> yeah, did you, did, you stick, did you stick your face in his thoughts, but though? He's your, he told me what he to do. He loves you unconditionally because he's your father. Get, 
and he loves you. Yeah. But he's a caretaker, too. No. It's different levels. Is Snape really a caretaker? That's not his job, and it's not something anyone should ever (laughs) entrust him with. Did you, like, (laughs) disregard, like, his privacy? Like, were you all up in his business? Well, he said, stop eating. Your analogies today are... are (laughs) (laughs) I think Robin just enjoys this story, because it doesn't quite apply. But you insist... No, it does! It doesn't, because Snape is not unconditionally in love like does not condition unconditionally love harry and decide to choose to take care of him okay but it didn't didn't have to be my dad it had to be right you had to come up with a different story you're you're a kid in a in a school and your teacher says go to the bathroom go to the bathroom and you say no and then you pee on yourself and they clean it they they clean it up. Not really. But that's not what the pensive was, though. The pensive was Harry, like, and they sent you home violating someone's privacy. <laughs> that's different. They from sent you home, and then they let the. But they let you come back. <laughs> it's not the same scale. Could you imagine how many people wouldn't have gotten a, a high school degree had they been sent home in? in right, preschool? but it was something they couldn't help. Like, at and some Harry's point, your bladder's going to do the thing your bladder does, and you could ignore it, but it, it wasn't like, that part wasn't a choice. It's not like you just purposefully, like, let loose. <laughs> it, the, the scale is different. And I, I, you're making the connection, but it's, like, the scale, like, Harry is, like, way up here at the top. The Okay, the point is he did something terrible. Like, this is you going to your teachers. You should have gotten suspended, but it wasn't an expulsion event. Right, this is you going into your teacher's purse and, like, pulling out, like, her cigarettes or something. (laughs) You didn't even get detention. I'm saying in terms of, like, his lessons with Snape. Suspended as in, don't come back for two weeks. Versus, don't ever come back, don't ever look at me again. There, there are ways in which Snape should have, know. like, made more I just ground. think that if you're an adult... Yes, gra- Snape should have been a little bit grown. But there... Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It, Rise Snape above. Is, Snape is a problem, and, like, we've we've talked about this. But also, Snape... I mean, also, Harry did violate his privacy. Like, it's just a thing that happened. Dumbledore should have taught Harry Occlumency in the first place. Lots I'm just saying... Lots I, of reasons per- why this did not work. Okay, but I'm still saying that Harry is a child. I'm not... Don't put me in the position where I'm defending Harry Potter. What I'm saying is, if a fifth... I don't know. <laughs> you got me defending Snape, and I'm not feeling very great about if, this. If I would you're rather move 15 on. and you violate someone's privacy... If you're 15... Or if a 15-year-old violates your privacy versus a 37-year-old violates your privacy, you just weigh those differently. And that doesn't mean to say that you don't scorn him or I don't know that word but like you don't teach him a lesson Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean like show that you're disappointed but it does mean that you don't just write him off especially when you know the stakes especially because you may think you're like G. Occlumens or whatever but like (laughs) Harry knows that you're in the order and the thing and the what in the whatchamadu (laughs) Robin has lost all of I mean, her own but Snape is Snape is a petty ass motherfucker and he has a lot of feelings about that yeah it's a lot there's a lot going on let's let's it's not going. Harry's fault that he called his the, the quote unquote love of his life a mudblood I did not say it was I we will never hear me say that <laughs> I'm not saying you said that basically I'm just everybody wrong everybody wrong let's keep going 
Everybody's Everybody wrong. wrong. That's literally all it is. We're just in a we're just in a fault <laughs> suit. That's what's happening here. Everyone's at fault. Even Siri, like it's everyone's ex- at fault. Don't. Maybe except for Hermione. And Remus. And Remus, always Remus. And Remus. I gave that to you too. <laughs> um, that was my gift to you. Now give me a gift and let's hurry this up because I'm sad. I mean, you're the one who keeps coming up with the <laughs> weird analogies and serious scenes. Because I'm sad. <laughs> this is how. I, this is one of the stages of grief. Okay. Weird analogies. Okay. It's like the third stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone oh, knows uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Okay. Heard of that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I heard that one yeah. time. That one time. <laughs> on Google. Um, I'm aware of it, said Dumbledore. I have already said that it was As a I said in my previous email. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> sure. He just keeps going. He's like, dude, can we not? Um... Though I was sure at the time that nothing could have been more dangerous than to open your mind further to Voldemort while in my presence. Snape made it worse. My scar always hurt worse after lessons with him. I trust... Or How do you know he wasn't trying to soften me up for Voldemort, make it easier for him to get inside my... I trust Severus Snape, said Dumbledore simply, but I forget another old man's mistake that some wounds run too deeply for healing. I thought Snape could overcome his feelings. About your father? father. I was wrong. But that's about, okay. Just because it makes it about sound like his feelings sure, for right. his father. <laughs> he probably did. Mm. Have you ever seen that thing? Um, it's a thing I learned in, like, English class, I think. I don't remember when, but about love triangles and how, like, they're really, all, like, love triangles are really just about the two. Like, if it's, like, two dudes and a and a girl, like, mm. it's really about the two dudes trying to, like, foster <laughs> and it's really because they want each other. This got really like Oedipus okay. like That's real what's quick. Here. But can I also just say okay. no, stop. Can I just say this one thing? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Snape is a stupid motherfucker and his hair is greasy and nobody likes him and he'll never have friends and he's dumb and Lily didn't want him anyway and he smells oh. and he has cooties. <laughs> yes. I don't disagree so let's keep going um but that's okay is it yelled harry it's okay for snake to hate my dad but it's not okay for creature to hate cre- or sorry it's not okay for Sirius to hate creature um no. that's not the same thing yeah there literally are power he's in happening. stage three of <laughs> grief where the metaphors are a little wonky but they make <laughs> sense in his head stage three they don't make sense yeah in his head it's somehow. grief because that doesn't make sense it does not work it's grief Snape and, Snape and James yeah. had our yeah. on equal footing in that situation and yep. Sirius owns creatures. When you're sad, <laughs> your metaphors get a little mangled. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Okay, Sirius did not hate creatures, said Dumbledore. He regarded him as a servant unworthy of much interest or notice. Indifference and neglect often do more damage than outright dislike. Um, the fountain we destroyed tonight told a lie. We wizards have mistreated and abused our fellows for too long, and we are now reaping our reward. Facts. Why don't we um, have a movie to not be Fantastic Beasts? I know. Fantastic Beasts and the, and the revolution. <laughs> Rise up. <laughs> Could we Let's just not? Um, Fantastic Beast and the Nevermind. We, we quit. <laughs> we made a mistake. I mean, yeah, also, alternatively, again, we could just not. Um, 
so Sirius deserved what he got, did he? Harry yelled in all caps um, because he doesn't want to hear that Sirius is flawed. Um, which makes you sense. Know what I just realized serious, is that like, when you say Harry, I mean, Harry. yelled in all caps, because <laughs> the all caps is yelling. So Harry yelled, mm-hmm. yelled. It's true. Harry yelled he, in he, all caps. Why is it what he, <laughs> he did. <laughs> no. He did both. Harry yelled um, in all caps. <laughs> why is it serious? <laughs> Um, I gotta take a nap. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that, nor will you ever hear me say it, Dumbledore replied. Sirius was not a cruel man. He was kind to house elves in general. He had no love for Creature because Creature was a living reminder of the home Sirius had hated. Yeah, he did hate it, said Harry. Um, you made him stay shut up in that house and he hated it. That's why he wanted to get out last night. I was trying to keep Sirius alive. People don't like being locked up, Harry said. You did it to me all last summer. Um, Dumbledore closed his eyes and buried his face in his long-fingered hands. Harry watched him with this uncharacteristic sign of exhaustion or sadness or whatever it was from Dumbledore. It did not soften him. On the contrary, he felt even angrier that Dumbledore was showing signs of weakness. He had no business being weak when Harry wanted to rage and storm at him. Um, Mm. And now it's time Mm. for Dumbledore's Mm. flaming part two. (laughs) It is time, he said. For me to tell you what I should have told you five years ago, Harry. Please sit down. I'm going to tell you everything. I ask only a little patience. You will have your chance to rage at me to do whatever you like when I have finished. I will not stop you. Um, so Harry's like, fine. What the fuck's going on? Uh, what what can you say to me now? You don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> um, don't even know. I just... Five years ago, you arrived at Hogwarts. Um, safe and whole, as I had been planned and intended. Safe and whole, my ass. He knows. Whole. He, he corrects knows. himself. Can I finish the quote? Like, I already told you I shut this book, book open. You're just screaming at me. Stop screaming at me. I shut this me. book ages <laughs> ago. Stop screaming at me. You woke up my dog. You did. I did? Really? With the headphones? Yep. That was me? Yep. Okay. Okay, keep going. Well, not quite whole. Not quite whole. You had suffered. I knew you would when I left you on your aunt and uncle's knew doorstep. It. I knew I was condemning you to ten dark and, t- and difficult years, which is trash. Herbert. Trash. At the very least, <laughs> give him a heated blanket. It the, was November. The blankets were heated, and he left a little, a little magic, you know. Left a little spell. Thumb. Um... You might ask, and with good reason, why it had to be so. Why couldn't some uh, wizarding family have taken you in? Many would have done so more than gladly. Would have been honored and delighted to raise you as a son. Also, like, what is the adoption situation in the wizarding world? I don't think that exists. No. Did the Dursleys ever, like, legally adopt them? No, because they definitely, I mean, (laughs) not even the the godparents. They probably became his legal guardian. Foster parents. No. <laughs> Amani, Amani is in all caps. That's why you join the join the Patronus chat. Chadwick jump. Oh, is it when Chadwick is oh, in the yes. ancestral plane? <laughs> yes. Did he jump? Yeah, he did like a little preacher jump and, and killed me every time. <laughs> he okay. does like a little leap on one. Like you can tell he's just like tipping on one toe, like leap forward. Like how dare oh. you? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I peeped it every single time. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, 
the answer is that my prior my priority was to keep you alive. You were in more danger than perhaps anyone but myself realized. Voldemort had been vanquished hours before, but his supporters and many of them almost as terrible as he were still at large. Were still at large and headed angry, for Neville. Poor Neville. And, and I had to make a decision to right mm. had to make it. Mm, had to make a decision too with regard to the years ahead. Did I believe that Voldemort was gone forever? No. I knew not where, uh, whether it would be 10, 20, or 50 years before he returned, but I was sure he would do so. And I was sure too, knowing him as I have done, that he would not rest until he killed you. I knew that Voldemort's knowledge of magic is perhaps more extensive than any wizard alive. I knew that even my most complex and powerful protective spells and charms were unlikely to be invincible if he ever returned to full power. But I knew, too, where Voldemort was weak, and so I made my decision. You would be protected by an ancient magic of which he knows, which he despises, and which he is always, therefore, underestimated to his cost. Um, which is a huge, that's like, number one <laughs> Harry Potter fame. Yeah. Is love. It's like, yeah. Again, with the word <laughs> that would be the biggest one. Always um, love. Uh, I am speaking, of course, of the fact that your mother died to save you. She gave you a lingering protection he never expected, a protection that flows in your veins to this day. I put my trust, therefore, in your mother's blood. I delivered you to her sister, her only remaining relative. She doesn't love me, said Harry at once. She doesn't give a damn. But she took you, Dumbledore cut across him. Um, That's some bullshit. We just, we just need more on Petunia. I guess. <laughs> there had to have been a bastard Potter I was like, somewhere. I don't I guess. care. Yeah, I mean it's it's not that necessarily. I like, think we just need her without. I don't know. Without, I said, like she's trash. Yeah, but we she's need interesting her without. Trash. She's what trash? Um, Dursley. Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. Yeah, we need her without Vernon. Yeah. Um, she may have taken you grudgingly, furiously, unwillingly, bitterly. Yet she still took you. She still took you, and in doing so, she sealed the charm I placed upon you. Um. Also, look at look at. Petunia getting that one chance to do some basically do some magic. I bet if she, if I he bet had if to place a charm on him, Dumbledore was like, "You can't come to Hogwarts, but I got you in twenty years." <laughs> but I bet if, if he had to place a charm on him, why couldn't he place a charm on him? I don't think it was a con- like somewhere it else. Was, it wasn't a like, like charm charm. He didn't. Why didn't he call? It's not a, um, no, I forget Henry Louis Gates' brother's <laughs> name, Clyde. And find some wizard roots, do some DNA testing, look at look at some geo- geology or whatever. That. He had to pick somebody sure. right now, today, before Bellatrix mm. come running because she was out there in the streets. Before he got a time turner. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm, he doesn't. I'm call, I'm, I'm, and and it wasn't an actual charm charm because we know that Harry replicates the charm later. So like it wasn't like an actual charm charm. It was just like he just knew this magic would work. If he yeah, did this thing, and so that was him casting the charm, essentially. Eat your ice cream, dear. Let me eat my <laughs> ice cream. Oh my gosh. Um, Delia and, and Amani are in their feelings. And Delia says, she's still done. Dumbledore is equal parts mystery and trash with a sprinkle <laughs> of caring. And then Amani says that Dumbledore is just Stephen Moffat with magic, and Harry is his impossible. Good lord. Now I even even more in my feelings. I know. I know. Also, who's not in their feelings at this point? At we this knew point, this, if you're not in your feelings, you don't have yeah, feelings. Yeah, we knew there would be feelings. And you need to go get that yeah. checked out. But Amani's, why did you leave the boy? Yeah, uh, I'm permanent, man. If if you wanna if you wanna um um learn more about Stephen Moffat and 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 his particular brand of 
of Moffiting. That. <laughs> Listen to Tarbis. Plug. Time and relative blackness in space. Also with Connie. Um, but yet somehow also, I have not had to pull out the ice cream mid-recording. Because... Well, I don't think we've ever talked about anything like yeah. the lost property. Also, by the way, I want you guys to know that I bought Hostess cupcakes for this occasion. <laughs> and I was saving them for afterwards, but I might end up just dipping them straight into the ice cream. <laughs> Feeling snacks are real. Do what you gotta do, man. Continue. Um, so... Uh, okay, um, while you still call home the place where your mother's blood dwells there you cannot be touched or harmed by Voldemort he shed her her blood but it lives on in you and her sister her blood became your refuge you need to return there only once a year but as long as you still call it home there he cannot hurt you your aunt knows this I explained it uh, I explained what I had done in the letter I left with you on her doorstep, she knows that uh, that allowing you house room may well. Here's have like wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, he said it was you. You sent the howler. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You told her to remember what? it. It was your voice. I thought, said Dumbledore, that she might need reminding of the pact she had sealed by taking you. I suspected that a mentor attack might have awoken her to the dangers of having again a corporate clap back. Um, and so I think it's important to point out that Dumbledore did say, remember my last, and, like, maybe it was fear of Dumbledore, but I also think that, like, while she doesn't want him around her, I don't think she yeah. wants Harry dead. She right? just like, wants I think there's the, a like, difference belief. between being, like, I don't... She just wants to be able to keep up the illusion that he does not exist. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, the thing... Right. Sorry, um, it's already sad. Who cares? Whatever. But when I get sad sometimes, doctors ask me certain questions. And I have to say, I'm not going to kill myself. I just would just rather not exist. So if I wake up and I don't exist, awesome. I'm not going to actively do anything. Mm. I'm not going to be active about Mm -hmm. anything. And that's Petunia's whole Mm -hmm. thing with Harry. I'm not going to (laughs) actively help or hurt him. But if I woke up and he wasn't there, Gucci. (laughs) Real. Also, Delia in the chat room talking about a letter, not a quick chat over tea. Couldn't knock on the door. <laughs> I guess wizards don't knock. Because again, again. I mean, wizards this definitely man don't. Who is explaining all of this to a 15 year old child left that same child at one years old on a porch in November. They were heated blankets. Mm-hmm. Probably. Blankets. Maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Also could have told um, her, Amani brings it, this up too. Could have been one who could caringly say, hey, by the way, your sister's dead. Hmm. Well, there was a letter. In person. These are all facts. Stop letter. licking my feet like a weirdo. Get up here. These are all facts. Um, it did, said Harry. Well, my uncle more than her. He wanted to check me out, but after the howler came, she said I had to stay. But what's that got to do with he could not say Sirius's name? Um, that's because this no longer has anything to do with Sirius, to be honest. Um, five years ago then, continued Dumbledore, um, you arrived at Hogwarts neither as happy nor as well-nourished as I would have liked, perhaps yet alive and healthy. You are not a pampered little prince. Which is honestly for the best. Harry would have been It's the only, so it's the only argument against hashtag dads that I would accept. 
Um, yeah. hashtag it's the only argument against filch. that. <laughs> or whatever. What? Not filch. That's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Not I'm tired. Filch. I'm thinking my puppy's about Mrs. to pee. Fig? I'm, just, I'm Hey, hey, get over here. Um, Mrs. Fig? Mrs. Fig? Who? That Fig. one. Fig. Mrs. Watson? <laughs> Mrs. Who? Mrs. What? Yeah. Mrs. Um, Slim Shady. Also, sorry. <laughs> don't know what's happening anymore no one does um, seals have a bad yeah it's the only it's the only argument against hashtag dads that i will accept as long as that argument is him raising him from a baby versus like raising him from 13 yeah once he turned 13 then you don't have to move in with him. <laughs> it's like, look, your magical spell is better be up on it that's really what should have happened Dumbledore would have been like, oh, Sirius, is, he's innocent? All right, Petunia, looks like. He's like, what about Vernon and Dudley? Oh, they could come too if they want. <laughs> We're doing what's best for Harry now. It's like, she's going to get you a duplex. Full house. She's going to get you a duplex right here. House. You know, like, there are separate doors, <laughs> but you must live downstairs. Once a month, Harry has to live in your side, but, like, yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of the time, you can live with his dads. Yep. Duplex situation. We done figured it out. Like a good plan. That would actually be a hilarious, uh, like, story. The Dursleys and Sirius and Remus living together with Harry. Write that fanfic. Somebody write that. It's not going to be me. Someone do it. Um, That reminds... Never mind. Moving on. Um, And then... Well, you remember the events of your first year at Hogwarts quite as clearly as I do. You rose magnificently to the challenge that faced you. And sooner, much sooner than I had anticipated, you found yourself face-to-face with Voldemort... You survived again. You did more. You delayed his return to full power and strength. You fought a man's fight. I was prouder than you than I can say, or prouder of you than I can say. Um, even though none of that was your business, you could just stated. Dumbles like Dumbles is like kid got it. I'm gonna sit back. Have some, like, I was proud. Have some I was so candy. Proud. Never been prouder. Let the kid um, <laughs> the kid handle it. Goddamn enabler. Talking about here's your invisibility cloak back after you just got detention. <laughs> like go forth my child um so i don't have to right yet there was a flaw in this wonderful plan of mine an obvious flaw that i knew even then um might be the undoing of it all and yet knowing how important it was that my plan should succeed i told myself that i would not permit this flaw (laughs) just don't forget to cut all this noise i'm sorry (laughs) where are we at there's a flaw in the plan the first flaw. This is the only flaw in the whole plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it over just so you have a clean cut. Oh. Yet there was a flaw in this wonderful plan of mine, an obvious flaw that I knew even then might be the undoing of it all. And yet, knowing how important it was that my plan should succeed, I told myself that I would not permit this flaw to ruin it. I alone could prevent this, so I must be, so I alone must be strong. Um, so I just want to point out, like. He's talking about this flaw in his plan, but there's also just like a character flaw of him mm. thinking that he has to do things. On I his alone own. can prevent um, it. Not necessarily, and not necessarily like like he trusts people to do certain parts of the thing, but it's it's still his plan. It's still like so Gryffindor. What I'm doing exactly, and it's yeah, it is. It is very very Gryffindor. It's actually. also very um, like compartmentalization mm-hmm. in a way that is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It is, but also, like, I just, and this only occurred to me, um, just also based off of what we were talking about earlier, like, he's old. He's been around. He's, like, a hundred. It's George R. R. Martin. Like, you only in, got so much in, time, man. 
Sorry. <laughs> well, no, that's not what I mean. I just <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. What? That's not what I'm talking about. I mean that like he's like 110, 115 years old or whatever, right? And like in that time, like as you you live for that long, it feels like you would have to compartmentalize certain things. You would have to like I don't know. You just have to kind of like move in a certain way. Um, with all of those Especially experiences the, that you've had. Y'all want some cupcakes? <laughs> yes, thank you. Especially the tragedies he's gone through and, like, experienced. I think he's just like, listen, mm-hmm. the only way I'm going to live this, to be this old, is to separate these these feelings and, like, the feelings are over here and the logic is over here. And I'm just going to listen to the logic part, you know? It's Dumbledore as the doctor. Yes. Yeah. Um, And here was my first test as you lay in the hospital wing, weak from your struggle with Voldemort. I don't understand what you're saying, said Harry. Don't you remember asking me as you lay in the hospital wing why Voldemort had tried to kill you when you were a baby? Ought I to have told... mm, Ought I to have told you then? Honestly, Um, no. Harry stared at Dumbledore but said nothing, his heart racing again. You do not see the flaw in the in the plan yet? No, perhaps not. Well, as long oh sorry. Well, as you know, I decided not to answer you. Eleven, I told myself was yes. much too young to know, which I agree. Like, mm-hmm. like if, if y'all want to go back to to Sorcerer's Stone, mm-hmm. Wizard of the Sorcerer's Stone, like I think both me and Robin were like, yeah, he yeah. probably shouldn't have said it. That's yeah, fine. I mean, kind of wasn't. But at eleven, he was going um, through so much. He was finding out that he was a wizard. He was finding out that this evil lord person was not quite dead and still after him and finding out that he's famous and finding out all like there's so much stuff he's like finding out 11 that was yeah. it though he how old is he now i 15? mean 15 15 yeah no obviously like th- i'm not saying i mean we'll we'll get we'll get there it's gonna yeah. flow into that but um yeah, I don't like, and I, but I do think you know. I think that there are ways also to like do a slow reveal. Mm-hmm. Like there are probably some things that he could have told Harry at that point um, that would prepared him. I didn't for, like, realize how often the words "the flaw in um, the plan" come up in this chapter, which is sort of directly related to the last chapter of Harry Potter, which is called "the flaw in the plan." Wow, Connie, look at Connie. you. Okay, Connie, out here. That's really why I, like, keep saying, I was like, it's all in the plan. Like, I was like, why is no one else excited about this? Why am I the only one? Because our hearts are broken. I'm barely hanging on. This is why Connie is the I got you, fam. Also, also, it's my, like, favorite chapter, um, so I'm just like, we're referencing, it's the thing, and then it's connected because this is the thing that directly leads to the thing that happens in that chapter, and it's just like, oh, snap, Joe, you know, right now we ain't mad at you, we ain't mad at you right now. It'll come back. <laughs> Connie's, J- J.K. Rowling wrote that chapter, like, because I'm clever, <laughs> like, she was, she was a potential that moment, like, look at me look at me and Connie's like I see you fam I see what yeah. you're doing here <laughs> I see I got you if no one else does um uh I should have recognized the danger signs then I should have asked myself why I did not feel more disturbed that you had already asked me the question to which I knew one day I must give that terrible answer should have recognized that I was too happy to think that I did not have to do it on that particular day you were too young much too young 
Um, and then we entered your second year, and once again, you met challenges even grown wizards um, have never faced. Once again, you acquitted yourself beyond the wildest Because why would you be dreaming dream. about him doing um, this stuff? Although, let's be honest, and aside, let's be honest, that was all Fox. Let's not act like Harry really did anything in Chamber of Secrets besides not to um, what he did. He only opened it, really. Was be a member and up an upstanding member in good faith of Destiny's and Menagerie's uh, mm. fan club, mm. and mm. therefore, and he made, <laughs> he made sparks. Um, oh, Hotep Ernie's right? uh, wizard YouTube oh, channel. Mm-hmm. That's another thing he yeah. did yeah. in his second year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you did not ask me again, however, why Voldemort had left that mark upon you. We discussed your scar. Oh, yes, we came very, very close to the subject. Why did I not, why did I not tell you everything? Well, it seemed to me that 12 was, after all, hardly better than 11 to receive such information. Um, and again, I kind of agree with that. 13's worse than 12. Like, <laughs> and 14's worse than 13. I mean, no, I mean, that's, and that's, and I, but also I think that this is, like, as Dumbledore is kind of narrating, like, this is the flaw, right? Is like each year he's kind of like running out of excuses, but also creating more excuses not to tell him, but that's like what he's falling into. Um, Do you see, Harry? Do you see the flaw in my brilliant plan now? I had fallen into the trap I had foreseen that I had told myself I could avoid, that I must avoid. (laughs) I don't... Nobody. I cared about you too much, said Dumbledore simply. I cared more for your happiness than your knowing the truth. More for your peace of mind than my plan. More for your life than the lives that might be lost if the plan failed. In other words, I I acted exactly as Voldemort expects we fools who love to act. Is there a defense? I defy anyone who has watched you as I have, and I've watched you more closely than you can have imagined. (laughs) Not to want to a little bit. Not to want to save you more pain than you had already suffered. What did I care if numbers of nameless and faceless people and creatures were slaughtered in the vague future, if in the here and now, you were alive and well and happy. I never dreamed that I would have had such a person on my hands. Um, That is, um, it's problematic and it's also kind of, like, it's just, it's a lot. And like, and it also is, and it's, it's a peek into, um, I mean, this is, like, stuff that Amani's been saying from Jump, right? Is, like, Dumbledore's... I mean, like, it's kind of a... Like, in this case, right, it's it's kind of the same with, like, his plan if Harry wasn't in it. Is like, nothing can get in, in the way of that plan. So, like, whoever has to be sacrificed for that is fine. Um, in this case, whoever has to be sacrificed for Harry's happiness or, like, whatever other stuff may happen in the future, who gives a fuck as long as this kid is happy? Um, and that's a problem, right? Like, you do have to, like, especially if you have that kind of foresight, you have, you kind of have the responsibility to do something about it. Um, although I am not necessarily, I don't know. It's not healthy either way. I feel like, um, I think it's a choice that people would make. You know, it's not like Dumbledore is making this terrible Mm. choice that no one else would ever think of. I think parents make that choice every day of, like, choosing their child, their child's well-being versus, like, the good of many. And it's sort of like, it's like an ethical problem you would hear about on The Good Place. Like, the trolley problem of, like, well, which one would you have, (laughs) would you choose? Like, to save this one person or save five people? And that kind of, like, thinking of, like, falling into that moral argument of... And, like, in the moment when you're making Mm -hmm. those decisions, when someone like Dumbledore, who doesn't have anybody else, like, is like, oh, this kid's cool. 
I like right. him. Wow, I think I love this kid. <laughs> yeah. I think I hate everyone else. Cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Makes logical Seems next legit. thought, next step. Um, exactly. Um, we entered your third year. I watched from afar as you struggled to repel the mentors, as you found Sirius, learned what he was, and, was, and rescue him, rescued him. Was I to tell you then at the moment when you had triumphantly snatched your godfather from the jaws of the ministry? Yep. But now at age 13, my excuses were running out. Young you might be, but you had proved you were exceptional. My conscience wasn't easy. I knew that the time must come soon. But you came out of the maze last year, having watched Cedric Diggory die, having escaped death so narrowly yourself. And I did not tell you, though I knew now Voldemort had returned, I must (laughs) do it soon. That was when he should have done it. Mm -hmm, Like, again, that's kind of what I'm standing by is Goblet of Fire actually before the maze yeah. um but like toward the end yeah. of the school year is when he should have agreed um yeah it's a perfect time even if your excuses were shit for the other yeah. three years like that like was literally when he came out of the grave and he I like am, had that moment uh, of gleam he's just like this is it all right and then he was just like never mind yeah it's like well yeah aaron bird and he threw away his shot <laughs> ah throwback yeah. Yeah. Do not bite my um, Sorry. Um, and now tonight, I know you have been long ready for the knowledge I have kept for you from you for so long because you have proved um, that I have placed that I should have placed the burden upon you before this. My only defense is this: I have watched you struggling under more burdens than any student who has ever passed through this school, and I could not bring myself to. Can add I read from here on? Because I love prophecies. <laughs> no. <laughs> But if I'm yes. reading, I'm not giving Go feels ahead. as much. She's not feeling. Harry's like, <laughs> I, I, I still don't understand. Voldemort tried to kill you when you were a child because of a prophecy made shortly before your birth. He knew the prophecy had been made, though he did not know its full contents. He set out to kill you when you were still a baby, believing he was fulfilling the terms of the prophecy, which you can never do. Anyway, uh... <laughs> He discovered, to his cost, <laughs> that he was mistaken when the curse intended to kill you backfired. And so, since his, body, since his return to his body, and particularly since you, your extraordinarily, extraordinary escape from him last year, he has been determined to hear that prophecy in its entirety. This is the weapon he's been, so see- he's been seeking so assiduously. Good word, Joe. I don't think I've ever noticed that in there before. <laughs> No. He's been seeking so assiduously. But also, he returned to his magical body. <laughs> let's not. not let's not. Uh, since not his return, the but knowledge of that. how to destroy you. The sun had fully risen now. Dumbledore's office was bathed in it. The glass case in which the sword of Gryffindor. Let's just forget, you know, remember that it's, you know, that's where it resides. Just, remember it's there. You know, Chekhov's gun there, uh, resided gleaming white and opaque. The fragments of the instruments Harry had thrown to the floor glistened like raindrops, and behind him, the baby fox made soft chirping noises in his nest of ashes. The The prophecy was smashed, Harry said. Wait, when did Fox... He took the curse for Dumbledore. And then oh, he... Right, right, right. Yeah. I, That's been... Uh, that feels like it... That feels it like had been ago. last week. It feels like he should be full-grown by now. <laughs> Also, it, ha- it was like also the chapter happened last week. A couple hours ago. <laughs> it feels like True. it feels know. like Fox did the curse for Dumbledore in nineteen eighty two. No, okay. It just 
The prophecy okay. smashed, Harry says. Let's go. <laughs> the thing that smashed was merely the record of the prophecy kept by the Department of Mysteries. But the prophecy was made to somebody, and that person has the means of recalling it perfectly. Who heard it? Even though he thought he already knew the answer. I did. On a cold, wet night 16 years ago, in the room above the bar in the Hogshead Inn, I had gone in there to see an applicant for the post of divination teacher, though it was against my inclination to allow the subject of divination to continue at all. I am curious as to why Dumbledore is holding interviews at his brother's shady bar. (laughs) Just to spite him. Well, no, I think think it was actually Trelawney. I believe, because I feel like in Halfwood Prince, Trelawney tells Harry about yeah. like like another side of the story. Sorry, real quick. Robin, Fault soup. Now I just want y'all to shut up because I got it. Fault soup. Oh, I is, never. No, fault soup. I had a has, I was literally in the middle of the sentence. Is done. I thought you because for a real if reason. he would have just said no divination, he would not have met Trelawney. <laughs> he would not be here. Really fault soup. <laughs> Faultception, found the bottom. <laughs> Still Voldemort's fault for being a Nazi, but okay. <laughs> um, yes, Bayana. Okay, so, mm-hmm. about the hogshead and it being there, I believe Trelawney says that that was, like, where she was staying because that was what she could afford. No. And then okay, that's where they so, you... I know. I'm just saying that was sure, the explanation. But that's, that's not I'm still curious as to why good, Dumbledore was like, oh, you need somewhere to, like, stay for a second? Like, we could have this meeting in my office. But also, he was not interested Connie, in the are you a, are you a, you are a sibling. So I don't sort understand of. why this is so difficult for you to understand. What? Dumbledore was like, oh, and this will piss off my brother? Bonus. <laughs> Or maybe you wanted to support mm. him. Maybe. It's just a very strange choice for... Or more likely... You can support and piss someone off true. at the same time. It's great. It's awesome. That's the best of both worlds. And he's the older sibling. That's probably yep. what he was doing. He's like, I'm going to throw him some <laughs> coins, but also get a little yep. big in. <clears throat> The applicant, however, was the great-great-granddaughter of a very famous, very gifted seer, and I thought it was common politeness to meet her at my brother's shady bar, as opposed to my office. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was disappointed. Nothing there. Beautiful gowns, but that's it. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> gowns. Amani, you're benched. Go away. Amani over there talking about he trying to give Albert for some goat money. Listen, I think Tessa Thompson and Aberforth have a lot in common, guys. <laughs> what is with Tessa Thompson and Goat? I don't want to know. Nope. Yikes. Yikes. She's been retweeting Goat them. pictures. All right. I, that, I don't and, think that there's it, been an insinuation of you anything you more than what Aberforth is doing. I think she just thinks they're okay. cute. As does, all as does Aberforth. It's innocent. Wow. Probably. Hopefully. (laughs) What else is happening? The applicant, however, was a great great granddaughter of a very famous, very gifted seer. I thought it was common politeness to meet her. I was disappointed. It seemed to me she had not a trace of the gift herself. I told her, courteously, I hope, that I did not think she would be suitable for the post. I turned to leave. Dumbledore got to his feet and walked past Harry. And then he sits down. 
Uh, Dumbledore walked back to the desk and placed the pensive on it and raised his wand to his own temple. From it, he withdrew silver gossamer fine strands of thought clinging to the wand and deposited them in the basin because this time Harry has permission to see the memory. It's the first time, y'all. Oh, look at that. First time. Good, <laughs> good, uh, good experience for him. Then, with a sigh, he raised his wand and prodded the silvery substance with its tip. A figure rose out of it, draped in shawls, her eyes magnified to enormous size behind her glasses, and she revolved slowly, her feet in the basin. But when Sybil Trelawney spoke, it was not her us- in her usual ethereal mystic voice, but in the harsh, hoarse tones Harry had heard her use once before. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. Born to those who have thrice defied him, born as the seventh month dies, and the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, but he will have the power the Dark Lord knows not, and either must die at the hand of the other, for the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, yada yada. The rest is not important. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to pause, um, obligatory <laughs> movie shape. So, one, it doesn't say the prophecy <laughs> when Harry picks it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just get that out the way. Um, two, I think the prophecy skips, in the movie skips a lot of stuff, so it's just like, the power, one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, and he will have the power the Dark North knows not, but like, that could literally mean Anything. anyone in the entire mm-hmm. world. There's no way to determine who that would be. Um, and, Vo- and Dumbledore is about to like break down what this means, but like those other things are really important to narrowing down who mm-hmm. the actual prophecy is about. Um, yeah. So, born to the order of the Phoenix movie is is like is to wizard team and sleep no more yes yes must reference it if you if not then something's wrong every time so i think the Mm -hmm. thing where she goes back the one with the power i think she's just repeating it until she yeah until she gets out of her (laughs) you know or because it rhymes yeah survives and dies approaches dies not yeah it's like a loose rhyme yeah, like I mean, a it doesn't really rhyme. rhyme, but like kind of. Maybe there's like a f- poetry yeah. format that it's following that we don't know about. AKA one that Joe made up herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's silent in the office, and then Harry's like, well, what, what in the world does that mean? It meant, said Dumbledore, that the person who has the only chance of conquering Lord Voldemort for good was born at the end of July nearly 16 years ago. This boy would be born to parents who had already defied Voldemort three times. It means me? Dumbled- mm-hmm. So, wait, sorry, what? real quick. These are, th- what are these, these are things, three times? Yep. These are things we learn about these three times that we should know. And we find those. Because, like, they and defied then, like, him three times within, if like, we three years. If going to do a prequel instead of Fantastic Beasts and we're not to find them because there are no beasts. There are bar- barely any beasts. It could be... You find them all. We already solved that uh, yeah. that yeah, mystery you, in the first movie. You find them in his it suitcase. was you find them in his TARDIS suitcase. <laughs> was that? Yeah. And then that it's gift of Natalie, um, Cole, and Whitney Houston. That's what's happening. But yeah, I think that would be like a really awesome. I don't know. Maybe there's a fanfic about it. Um, there are so what many. Those three times no. are there are so many. There's definitely like. Guys. 
plenty. Mm-hmm. I've read a, I've read a good you number. Know? I only no, read you cannot tell us. Nope, we cannot. <laughs> can't nope, do we it. already know. Can't do it. Can't tell us about the Survivor anymore. <laughs> we'll no longer listen. The only I highly recommend it. The only well, see, my opposite problem is that I've read oh, too really? many, so I can't recommend any because they all blur together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I've never sure. liked any of the like I've never been like sold on any of the three like moments. But I don't know, maybe that's just mm-hmm. because I I wanted Joe to do it, and now it's just too late. Like I think it's like making a Black Widow movie ten years after like eight years after winter soldier was like okay if you had given it to us like when we'd been asking for it it would have been fine but now i'm just like okay did you just say that winter soldier is out eight years ago am i that old my math is probably wrong robin are you that (laughs) but also my math is probably wrong anyway um yeah, because uh, Avengers came out eight years ago. Technically, okay, that's when going. she should have. Let's not get marred in the muck. Yeah, Actually, no, that's not true. Ago. That was 2012, yeah. so six At- years ago. So Winter Soldier was somewhere yeah. between. So six whenever years ago it was, that's when was we should have gotten a Black Widow movie. And now it's just like I don't care anymore. I probably didn't really care then, but like I would have cared more. And it's the similar thing to get back to my analogy. Um, the odd thing is, yeah, Harry, he said softly, that it may not have been you at all. Sybil's prophecy could have applied to two wizard boys born at the end of July that year, both of whom had parents in the Order of the Phoenix, both sets of parents having narrowly escaped Voldemort three times. One, of course, was you. The other was Neville Longbottom. And that's where you close your book like, what? (laughs) What? Right. Same, same. I remember remember the first time I read that and I was like, (laughs) let gasp. Gasp. Is there another (laughs) Neville? Let me go back. (laughs) But then, but then, why was my name on the prophecy and not Neville's? The official record was relabeled. Like, who in the Department of Mysteries, whose job is it to be like, oh crap? Well, gotta go back to the office and scratch out Neville Longbottom's name. That's Bayana. (laughs) That's Bayana. Now that I know it, it's gonna bother me, so I might as well just (laughs) right. Accurate. The, but we all know. Times why we've heard Diana say that. The question marks. We know. <laughs> um, the official record was Bionis. relabeled after Voldemort's yes. attack on you as a child. It seemed plain to the keeper of the Hall of Prophecy that Voldemort could only have tried to kill you because he knew you to be the one to whom Sybil was referring. Um, <laughs> I knew I you wanted to do that. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. But then what about the time room? I don't think you would have okay. enough spare time. It's within the oh, time yeah. room. It's the time the time room and then there's yeah, like the like folders. Remember? The Hall of oh, Prophecy geez. is inside. But also the Hall of Prophecy. You, <sighs> Prophecies are so great. I give you like two good years as the keeper of the Hall of Prophecy and then you're going to be looking for an upgrade. You go and be like, <laughs> Right. She goes, she's got, got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. That's fine. I have, I, that's kind of how I'm at, you know, goals. I'm like, this is tight. Right. I can see myself doing this for two years. years, (laughs) Time for a promotion. Where's my annual review? I've not let a single person into this time room. (laughs) Unlike Eric. Did you see how how many question marks have been like correctly labeled? (laughs) I did that on my spare time. Mm -hmm. It's not part of my job Mm -hmm. duties, but I felt like it needed to be done. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it might not be me, Harry said. 
I'm afraid, Dumbledore said slowly, <laughs> that there is no doubt that it is you. But you just... I've never... I remember reading that. I remember reading that the first time and being like, I am so... I have never related to Harry I felt like Harry in that, moment. in that moment than in that moment. I've never related to him more than then. Yeah. So... Same, because I was like, so there's a what? chance it's not me. So it could be me. It's not it's like, me. Not, not, um, no, so no, it's you. Let's go find that. No, it's you. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm going to go take a break. You got this? Just for the summer, really. Like, I just need a break for the summer, and then you got it, and then I'll be back in the fall. Like, we could just take turns with this whole chosen one thing, right? No? Okay. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You are forgetting the next part of the prophecy, the part that the movie ignored. (laughs) It sounds like it's been a while since I've seen that thing. Uh, The final identifying feature of the boy who could vanquish Voldemort. Voldemort himself would mark him as his equal. And so he did, Harry. He chose you, not Neville. He gave you the scar that has proved both blessing and curse. But but he might have chosen wrong. Like, me? Like, nah, come on. He might have marked the wrong person. He chose the boy he thought most likely to be a danger to him. And notice this, Harry. He chose not the pure blood, which according to his creed is the only kind of wizard both be- worth being or knowing, but the half-blood like himself. He saw himself in you before he had ever seen you, and in marking you with that scar, he did not kill you as he intended, but gave you powers and a future, which have fitted you to escape him not only once, but four times, something that neither your parents nor Neville's parents ever achieved. Before you move on, I'm sorry. It's fucking lit, is all I want to say. I just want to say, this dumbass boy (laughs) who's sitting here like, I'm not the chosen one then. That's cool. He's still alive. I don't know nothing about nothing. Defeated this man four times. Why do we love these books? Like, literally, we should just be like, how did this idiot boy... This is not the greatest w- dark wizard of all time. Voldemort. He's like, he's the point. me again. Can't be. It's the point. Just, Normal. It is the point that he's like, and I, I love that, actually. Like, I, it's been a while, but I remember at one point I saw some post somewhere um, about, like, Harry being... Ordinary and mediocre. Like, about it being annoying that Harry was, like, just some regular, like, mediocre mm-hmm. white boy. And I'm like, that's also the point of it yeah. is that he's not super special. Yeah. And these, and this is like his, which yeah. is also the point of the fact that when Voldemort dies, he dies, and he's just yes, and man. he doesn't, fl- you know, break he apart into, into yeah, feathers so or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't turn he to just ash. Look like an old, beat up seventy-year-old man who died early. He doesn't go water. I'm allergic to water. I'm melting. Like that's not what not happened. At all. <laughs> <laughs> but also. Like, you let Harry Potter beat you four times. You you ask. I, I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's on him. Four times. You know? One, he was a baby. He up. was a baby. <laughs> he was crying. He didn't even do anything. Didn't. At least okay. Harry, you didn't pick him up and throw him out the window. That's on you. <laughs> Facts. Unless, like Neville, he started. He would have bounced because he's a wizard. Maybe that's when Mel. Maybe that's when Neville bounced. <laughs> Or you could, you know what he could have done? You know what he could have done? He could have kidnapped him, put him in a, like, one of his layers or whatever, and then just stop feeding him. Because babies can't feed themselves. Okay. 
got real. Just left got, 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 well, let's, got let's real stark there. You thought a lot about this. And I really didn't. It, li- it literally <laughs> just came to my head. He might bounce off the window, but you know what he can't do? Feed himself. So why did he do it then? Harry said, who felt numb and cold. Why did he try and kill me as a baby? He should have waited to see whether Neville or I looked more dangerous when we were older and tried to kill us, you know, as as tweens. That's what a. But only once we'd finished yes. our, our completed Once we finished our magical education, so you could have come, you know, in three years from now. Like, once I'm 18, you know, got a g- good job. Like, he could have just waited mm-hmm. a few years. He could have seen me trying to holler at Cho and been like, that ain't it. <laughs> the other one. But Neville's not He's better. He's not the one. Be. <laughs> Yeah, Neville's not that much better. Neville got a date to the Yule Ball without being like, uh... We don't know that. Jenny could have been like, aw, you precious boy. I got you. She wasn't going to be able to go. She was gunning for that. Somebody to take her. She's like, listen, I'm going to this ball. Neville, who you got? Uh, Okay, I'm going with you. Great. Every, every, like, Example I have of Harry being dumb is directly involved with Voldemort. Like, where's my wonton wouldn't have happened if he would have waited? <laughs> and where's my wonton is just beat Harry Potter. That, that might a, indeed that have been a- the more practical <laughs> course, said Dumbledore. Except Voldemort's information about the prophecy was incomplete. The Hogshead Inn, where Sybil chose for its, which Sybil chose for its cheapness, I get. I mean, still. Yeah. I would have expected her to go to somewhere else, like so, somewhere fancy, because right. then Dumbledore might pick up the bill. But, you know, I guess she chose her first cheap list. Has long atta- attracted, shall we say, a more interesting clientele than the three broomsticks. As you and your friends found out to your cost, and I to mine that night, it is a place where it is never safe to assume that you are not being overheard. Of course, I had not dreamed when I set out to meet Sybil Trelawney that I would hear anything worth hearing. My, our... Also, though, like, when you go to interview to a job, maybe you have to, maybe you flew in or whatever, you had to travel there, but don't you go to an office? That, that's what, that's what was my whole confusion the first time. Yeah, that was I know, but I'm late. I mean, yes. My, my feeling. No, sometimes nice you go Nice, but like I don't go to the dingy, feeling. like, corner bar. Let's meet at the bodega no, for right. this job interview. It's true. <laughs> it's basically what this was. <laughs> Our one stroke of good fortune has been that the eavesdropper was detected only a short way into the prophecy and thrown from the building. So only a herd, which we know is Snape, um, but also this separate Snape. And and, and I wanted to point out, I only like, Delia mentioned it earlier, and I should have started or something. Um, Squirrel, what did she mention? But it was I am scrolling. Um, Uh, but it was it was about it was about Snape's fault, right? Like before that wasn't Snape's fault, but oh, so she said technically it's Snape's fault for spilling the beans on the prophecy, so it's all <laughs> Snape's fault. Everything, all was well. The end. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, Snape and Dumbledore. Dumbledore shouldn't have taken. We still can make it all go back like, to Voldemort. <laughs> 
It's really Voldemort because if he wasn't a magical Nazi, then we wouldn't be in the situation. Everyone could have school. No, because then you have to go back and be like, it's Voldemort's chill. mama because if she hadn't poisoned the one dude and made a love potion, wouldn't have made a Nazi baby. True, she did. She yeah. did technically. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So. and then you got to go back even further and no. miss the gods because they were trapped. No, no. <laughs> Salazar Slytherin. Boom. Fuck him. Got it. We got it. We got to the bottom of it. Salazar Slytherin. But it's really Merope because, like, if she had not, you can have trash family and not rape people. Be trash. Yeah. You can always make that decision. Very true. Very true. As you can, as told by Harry Potter, because he, while he is a lot of things, he's a little trash. (laughs) Not trash. A little bit. But like, yeah, he's only I think everyone's yeah. a little trash. Uh, 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 so he only heard part of it. <laughs> Portia said, but Harry still don't name a child after him. Though. <laughs> <laughs> she's so shady. Facts, though. Wow, it's Isn't very it true. Facts only. He heard only the yeah. first part, the Ooh. part foretelling the birth of a boy in July to parents who had thrice defied Voldemort. Consequently, he could not warn his master that to attack you would be to transfer, would be to risk transferring power to you, again marking you as his equal. So Voldemort never knew that there might be danger in attacking you, that it might be wise to wait or learn more. He did not know that you would have the power the Dark Lord knows not. But but I don't. I don't have any powers he hasn't got. I couldn't fight the way he did tonight. I can't possess people or kill them. Harry, that's not one of the ones that you want. You just don't want that one. Okay. It's not. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't. I mean, um, might a little bit. I think he might. Uh, want that there one. is a. Listen. All I'm saying is, I'm not going out of my way to kill folk. But if a Nazi come at me funky, and then try to possess me, I might want that in my back pocket. I might want it in my repertoire. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, yeah, and yeah. Cruciatus and possessed and all manner of violated with my brain thoughts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Self defense. Stand your ground. <laughs> oh, take Thank that out. No. Let's rewind no. that. Um, there is yeah, a room but- in the Department of Mysteries. Interrupted Dumbledore. That is kept locked at all times. It contains a force that is at once more wonderful and more terrible than death, than human intelligence, than forces of nature. It is also, perhaps, the most mysterious of many subjects for study that reside there. It is the power held within that room that you possess in such quantities and which Voldemort has not at all. That power took you to save Sirius tonight. That power also saved you from possession by Voldemort because he could not bear to reside in a body so full of the force he detests. In the end, it did matter not that you could not close your mind. It was your heart that saved you. But also if he had closed his mind. <laughs> yes, but also. Double bars. bars. Like, I, I have this page bookmarked. <laughs> It was all. Oh my god, you're a monster. Stop bogging your pages. That's not. You don't have that page bookmarked. You have that page defiled. There are such things called bookmarks in which you could be. Robin, please. We're not doing <laughs> it. We'll do it later. We don't have to. No, um, no, it's not over. <laughs> Harry closed his eyes. If he had not gone to save Sirius, Sirius would not have died. More to stave off the moment when he. 
More to save off the moment when he would have to think of Sirius again, Harry asks about without caring much about the answer, uh, the end of the prophecy. It was something neither can live while the other survives, said Dumbledore. So... <laughs> so does that mean that that one of us has got to kill the other one in the end? Yes. For a long time, neither of them spoke. Somewhere far off, beyond the wall, office walls, Harry could hear the sounds of... S- Sound of voices, students heading down to the Great Hall for an early breakfast, perhaps. It seemed impossible that there could be people in the world who still desired food, who laughed, who neither knew nor cared that Sirius Black was gone forever. Sirius seemed a million miles away already, even if a part of Harry still believed that if he had only pulled back that veil, he would have found Sirius looking back at him, greeting him, perhaps with a laugh, with his laugh like a bark. Dot, 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 dot. I feel I owe you another explanation, Harry, said Dumbledore hesitantly. You may, perhaps, have wondered why I never chose you as a prefect. Now is now the time. Now is just not the time, Dumbledore. (laughs) Because you are not qualified. You don't have the range. You do not pay attention in class. And you have no moral authority over your peers. That is why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I must confess that I rather thought you had enough responsibility to be going on with. Harry, no, no. <laughs> Harry looked at him and saw a tear trickling down Dumbledore's face into his long silver beard. The prefect mess got him for some reason. Of all the things to get him, it was the prefect situation. No. <laughs> you I were right on that. Call. Good call. No I wish, I wish Dumbledore would have tried to make Harry Potter prefect. I bet you McGonagall was already like, you want Ronald Weasley to do what? <laughs> nah. Just, just yeah. what? This is my house. Yeah. So. Don't I have some say? Yeah. I know these boys. Yeah. She should have fought harder okay, for MVP's that. She should have fought harder for that against that Ron one, though. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Really she probably gave it all just. Uh. Um. Sorry, that MVP. Mm. I'm going to MVP Joe for this chapter. We bench her a lot. And I think I'm going to MVP her for the writing of this chapter. The prophecy is... Prophecy shenanigans are great. Um, And the writing on that last page is just, like, heart-stopping. Um, <laughs> but mostly for prophecy shenanigans and, like, Emotional making it confusing abuse. and interesting, but, like, still kind of pulling off the end result of it. So, MVP for later, but, you know, she'll get benched many a times in the meantime, so it's fine. It'll balance out. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what about... Uh, Serious Black. <laughs> Because we did the Inception soup, or fault soup, fault faultception. Fault soup. We, we, we looked at it at a bunch of different angles, and the one thing that Sirius could have done better was treated creature nicely and stayed home. He could have stayed home. He couldn't have stayed home because his dumbass godson, who he loved and cared for more than anyone else in the world, forced his hand creature knew that the person he loved and cared for his only shot at family the person he wanted to keep safe because he felt he couldn't keep james safe oh my god you really did i was gonna say you did it to yourself i heard it coming yeah it was spiraling it was like going down a hill in the snow 
Yeah. So he couldn't have stayed home. Yeah. And he did what he had to do. He did. And he faced off against his crazy cousin Bellatrix, and 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 in all of that, he also paved the way for Harry to fully understand what was coming. And and helped him grow, which is what a mentor does. And I'm so sad. <laughs> um, I Dumbledore. <laughs> it balances out. Amani um, is tight. <laughs> because oh well. Um, no, because I I do think that like, well, first of all, yeah, this is the Dumble planning chapter. It is so. Um, Dumble bars. Dumble bars. Bars. We got some of that. I think you know him admitting that it was his fault was very important. I also think that um, while he shouldn't have like like uh, while a lot of, again a lot of this was his fault and he shouldn't have waited this long to tell Harry some of this information um, because some of it he shouldn't have had to tell Harry mostly that Snape. And the order has some kind of form of communication, and he would have been able to mm-hmm. check. Like mm-hmm. some of that shit was on Harry. Um, but I do think that like Dumbledore realizing his fault, like his mistakes, while it's too late in a lot of ways, um, I think it's important. I think like a lot of the things that he did tell Harry um, yeah. were important. And I think, yeah, good. Um, Ariana made. Um, she says it's a stretch, but she made. Petunia, her MVP for not calling ACS to come get Harry <laughs> off her doorstep, but I'm guessing that's child services. Yeah. Um, we call it CPS here, right? Agency of Child Service. Um, whatever. But she wasn't like, "Come get this boy. This is not a safe haven spot. This is not the firehouse. Come get this child." Um. So yeah, Delia made Harry her MVP for just being drug through it he was wrong but damn his whole life just changed and he just stuck and he's just stuck in it uh god i love when amani benches first because it's always you know who it is you know what i mean he's like let's just get this out of the way and then i'll go to it um amani what okay portia mvp's phineas nigelis for being a shade king, but showing his true feelings when it counts. And Amani MVP Dean Thomas for his deserved prefect status being stolen. Because. <laughs> because. <laughs> benched. Who did you. I don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. Who did you bench? Um, to cross out Connie's <laughs> egregious mistake, I benched J.K. Rowling because no one asked for it, and Sirius didn't need to be the one. And don't te- don't test me, woman. No more. I love you. Don't test. Don't do it again. She does it many and times again. Also, about she um, does it many times again. <laughs> I know. So many Who times. else did you? You said also um, I also wanted to bench. Petunia and this is I guess no I guess it's I'm bitching Dumbledore because he has his reasons no 
It's a hard. I bet you can tune it's in. It's a hard bet because he explains. Dumbledore explains. I mean, this is a hard one. I'm not huh? gonna lie. Like I had a hard time figuring yeah. out. I was gonna say I did have a hard time figuring out who to bench in MVP this chapter. Just so many like, things. I was reading All it. And I was like, field. it's a lot of things, but also it's it's mostly information. It's not people really like doing anything. It's just a lot of information being thrown at you. So it's hard yeah. to be like. To like, well, yeah, and yeah. so that's why, you know, my MVP is based on, like, past actions and how they contribute to the mm-hmm. future because we're, it's, we're just being told a story in this chapter. But so the part of the story yeah. where I think the MVP or the bench lies with Petunia is that is that he, besides the fact that he just dropped him off in the middle of winter, he wrote a letter. <laughs> she's, for all intents and purposes that we know of, she's literate because when he sent that howler, she knew exactly what he was talking about. So it's not like she didn't understand the letter. And I just can't, the level of like petty and anger that you then take out on a baby. And like, I know what JK Rowling has, like what we, I know we don't know that much, but what we get from Petunia and Lily's relationship does not equal, like, abusing and discarding her son to the point that, and, like, this is, like, the thing, is, and we've talked about it, is that he doesn't really have that love and, and feeling of, like, unconditional love and acceptance that, like, the Weasleys have, and so when he finds it in Sirius, it means the world to him, and he can't think straight at the thought of it being gone. I have to go to bed. <laughs> Why am I talking so? I'm so sad. I still don't know, but I think I'm going to bench Voldemort for being Voldemort. Because he doesn't get enough, and all of this is his fault for just, like, being... channeling his inner Gryffindor and just being like, well, I'm going to kill the boy. <laughs> like, chill out. Maybe find mm-hmm. some... do some more reconnaissance. Find out some more information. Uh... Just starve the boy. Am I actually? I'm also bench Snape. I'm gonna bench Snape for telling that half of the prophecy when you ain't have all the details, fam. Yeah, wasn't wasn't your business. Shouldn't have been spouting it out. Ear hustling, getting things wrong. Like he never played a game of telephone. You know you can't. You know second hand, third hand things change. Robin, you know he didn't play a game of telephone. They're wizards. (laughs) Oh yeah. They probably call it like flu network or something. Like they have an equivalent, but it's not telephone. It's not telephone. That is funny. Also, this is to our non-Patroni listeners. This is why you need to have the video because Constance looked at me so disappointed. Robin, she looked at me like I just said, "Where's my wand, Tom?" You know they don't like they wizards. Um. Okay, so I um what uh, sorry, I lost it. Um oh bench. Been a long, long recording. Um I benched Dumbledore. Um because he should have told Harry the stuff before. He should have trusted people more. He should have um, Did you bench and MVP Dumbledore in the same chapter? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold up. I did. <laughs> Boom. Fault section. Fault section. Um, yeah. Well, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely his yep. fault that this shit went down. Um, exactly. That's that's the name of this. is That's the theme. Like, the name of this chapter has this already chapter been written. You can't. It's nuance. The, yeah, not the, <laughs> the theme of this chapter is nuance. 
Um, but yeah, like it was definitely his fault. I think he, we've kind of pinpointed when was probably the best time to tell Harry some of this mm-hmm. information. Um, but be also because he didn't trust people. Um, and because he, again, like thinks he has to do everything on his own. He falls into a lot of pitfalls that he foresees. Like that just must really, I mean, honestly, not even gonna lie. I do this sometimes. So, you know, sometimes like basically what Dumbledore did is like the regular person equivalent of like walking into something that you see clearly in front of you like i saw that mm-hmm. wall i still stubbed my toe yeah you know a problem a little bit a little bit <laughs> but yeah yeah, because you see it, but me and Robin don't see it because we got glasses. <laughs> oh, I can't. I feel shit. like that's part of the I problem. I run into things and I'm like, listen, these, these don't work. <laughs> um, so, going back to the chat, um, or do you have anything else to add, Diana? Okay. No, that was it. Delia also bitches Dumbledore for all of the reasons what a manipulative failure of a mentor. This is an well. all caps. In case you were confused. Well. <laughs> In case you, oh, yeah. she was like, I've met Amani. I know how this goes down. <laughs> All caps it up. Dumbledore is a manipulative failure of a mentor. Failure of Amani a man. Heron. <laughs> Amani benches Harry Potter. Okay. No. Uh. Okay. <laughs> he benches Albus, Percival, Wilfred, Brian, sister killing, child endangering, manipulative, lying, wow. ass trash, wow. ass Dumbledore. I don't think that's all his name. But like sister killing though. Bang, bang. Sister killing. Sister he, killing. He sister killing. That wasn't even like. That wasn't that was even little, directly was his fault. Yeah. yeah, he's not done though, guys. Ooh, that was just he was just he was just telling you the name. <laughs> that's just his name. For being the. <laughs> he 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 yeah. left a couple off. Okay. Handy loving should have been in there. Um, stunner in chief. Pro stunning, spectacular. I don't know. So he benches Dumbledore <laughs> for being the man who taught Voldemort and brainwashed Grindelwald, wow. failing Harry at every turn and being generally the worst. Wow. I have to call. I have to call something here because he taught Voldemort charms or transfiguration. Right? Transfiguration, like yeah, it's a. I mean, it's not a public school, but it's a school. <laughs> Like, what are by they those supposed to rules, be like Snape and just be like, get out? By those rules, McGonagall's in trouble. Like, well, no, she's right. Younger. But like, by those rules, mm-hmm. everybody. Slughorn is yeah. Of the teachers, Slughorn is definitely the one that has the most. Yeah, to blame. he literally told him what and a horse like, was. <laughs> right. So I mean, he was doing his job. Yeah. And I get I get blamed for blaming Eric for things. Unfortunately, okay. in a suit, um, likely as opposed to robes. Let's not go there. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, is like Jude Law looks good in that Absolutely. suit. Absolutely. But then I'm just looking at Jude Law in a suit. He I'm not looking at Dumbledore. Yeah, it's just Jude Law in a suit. Also, Dumbledore at that moment is like sick. Yeah. But that's fine. That's neither right. here nor there. Who else? Okay, Portia bitches Dumbledore for being a living paradox when he could just do better. <laughs> That's why Diana benched so, him and Do you guys him. remember that movie? Um, you probably don't remember this movie. It's a, one of those, um, like, you know, the Disney Channel used to make a new movie every month. One of my favorite was Brink. It was about skaters, but, like, 
ice skaters, not skateboard skaters, or not ice skaters, what do you call it, rollerbladers, and Brink asks his little sister for advice, and she says, skate better. <laughs> That's what Portia just did. Just do be better. better. Whatever it is you're doing. Just do it better. Do it better. Yeah. Um, Ariana bitches Kanye, er, benched Kanye shrug, too many people to list, but Dumbledore. I really thought you were trying to say that she benched me, and I was like, I'm just going to need you to have some chill problem. <laughs> no, I'm just like, how do I explain the Kanye shrug? It doesn't read the same way. It, I mean, yeah. it doesn't sound. Got it. Y'all know what I mean. I'm sad and tired. Um, okay. So. Thank you for joining us. So sorry it had to happen this way. That was everyone? Huh? That's that everyone. Oh. Hi. Hey. So sorry. I don't know. We hope to not do this again, but let's be honest, it's not up to us. It's up to JK Rowling to have some fucking chill. So we'll probably be at this again in our feelings. I hope you have some ice cream handy. If not, cupcake. I've had both in the whole span of this recording. <laughs> so... Yeah. Indeed, I should have had snacks. Cool. So, uh, next week we will discuss chapter thirty-eight, the uh, final chapter of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. What? The war begins. Make sure to read and follow along, and let us know who you think is the real MVP who has been for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds hashtag WizardTeam. Um, join our live tweet of the movie um, on April seventh, six p.m. Pacific time. Hashtags Wizard Team and HPOOTP. Um, after that movie, we'll do our recap of the book and the movie together and figure out or learn who um, the MVP and bench is for the entire book. So, the other thing to know and reminder is that your deadline for getting in all of your votes for this book is April 7th at 6 p.m. You have not after gotten that, in your like, vote. I don't know what to tell you, fam. My bad. Voting, Voting is closed. Is closed. Um, yeah, by that Saturday. Um, and then on April 18th, we will start Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. And then voting is back open. Um, yeah. Also, last check, Sirius Black was in second place. Do what is right. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just saying register, show up to vote. One vote matters. Each vote. Your vote, your voice. If somebody is voted for but also benched, does that that takes away from their voting for? Yeah. No. no okay. No, no. It's the amount of votes you have as it's MVP separate. and then the amount of votes you have as huh. bench. Winner of each. Yeah. Right. We don't, we don't Interesting. That. Someone could win if and lose a buck. Fifty MVP vote. Like it's like Ron that one time You're or right, Harry. Yeah. You have fifty MVP votes and sixty bench votes. You could. You could predict potentially win and lose the book yeah it probably well i mean yeah it hasn't happened yet we'll see how harry i feel like harry's the person most likely to do that but there's no way he's losing most of the chapters but the problem is there's no way we already know who's bitched to be honest it's not really there's no um (laughs) like i can call that now <laughs> I can tell you who's for this book or for half book. Oh, for this yeah. book, for this book, I could tell you. Well, right I have now. a question. I, you, like, I have a question. Are you 
calculating votes, benching votes for um bitch uh, as umbrage. <laughs> does yes. Does, does uh, spelling matter? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, okay. it doesn't matter. I, if I know who you're talking about, I'm giving it to the person who you're talking about. I'm just about. saying, like, you know, voter fraud is real. Pretty clear. Why would I, why would I separate those? <laughs> I'm just wondering what the process is here, man. Does it have to be completely correct? Mm. No. You know, it's like autocorrect. screwed up by like no. a missing comma or... No, we're not. Autocorrect works. Whatever. Not how that's working okay, here. just checking. If it's discernible, then I can <laughs> Like, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. Coming well, right in under the hour. <laughs> at a solid three hours, yo. I was ready. I, I told you. I saw it in, with my inner eye. Capital S saw. We were going to be doing this for a solid three hours. Look at us. Yeah. Um. Thanks, everyone. The next time you hear from Robin and oh, I, snap. we may be Ooh. in the same room. Robin, don't hit her. But how else will you know that she's yeah, there and she's real and not a figment of my imagination? By you saying it. Use we your words. Can, yeah, we can eat mac and cheese together. Do you know how many times Bayana has recorded this with me twice? Like once over the internet and once because she's sitting right next to me because she's a figment of my imagination? Zero times. So many times. My imaginary friend is Bayana. <laughs> Goose egg. Oh my God. Thank you for joining us. Um, 